This is Eugene Braverock, the chief in Wonder Woman, and you're listening to East Society Podcast. It's mixed on the beat. What you can do. Welcome to E-Society Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again. E-Society Podcast. We talk TV, movies, comics, collecting, sports, and everything entertainment. And this is episode 276. Today we'll be talking about TV, including The Last of Us, Run for the Money, Velma, Tulsa King, The Traitors, and The Hatchet-Wielding Hitchhiker. Movies including Piggy. And as always, the week in sports, the week in Funko and collecting weekly Star Wars moment and a weekly random movie and song recommendation. But before I go any further, he's here to smash, smash, smash. It's the Miz. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Uh, Happy New Year. This is our uh, our first official episode of the year. That's right. That's right. So um, hopefully first you guys all are- new. Yeah, <laughs> I've still got that cough. It won't go away. Oh, <laughs> oh man, it was it was rough this weekend. Oh I was, man, I was down in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, for Albuquerque Comic Con. Um, I had my mask on for most of the time, but it was I was just coughing up a storm when I was down there too. I didn't, I don't feel sick or anything. It was just from when right. I was sick that month right. ago or whenever yeah hanging on hanging on yeah, yeah definitely but, can do that but yeah buster, we got chills from the road too i guess both of us right yeah buster just got over his his cough so hopefully oh man mine's going away his was his was there for a long time but um yeah i was down in albuquerque for uh, albuquerque comic-con uh shout out to everybody i saw and uh, all the new listeners, I do have a quick little ESP uh, Skate Society I'm going to throw up. I just forgot about it, and I remember, <laughs> so I got to put that up. I did a quick little interview with this uh, one guy. Oh, excuse me. So I'll put that up uh, probably after this. Um, shout out to uh, Reclaim Designs, uh, Manasseh and Enoch. They were down there uh, selling their shirts and everything, so it was cool to see them. I had seen them for probably since the last time I was down there. I think it was Indigenous Comic Con was the last time I saw them. But um yeah, I found out they were going they're gonna be at a an Oklahoma Oklahoma City for uh Digi Pop X or whatever whatever they're calling it now. Um and I'm going to that. Um we're going back to Albuquerque for all you Albuquerque listeners for uh Duke City Comic Con. So uh it'll be at the convention center again. Um for those of you that haven't did haven't gone Wanted to go to Albuquerque Comic Con if you're driving or whatever, get there early because that parking lot filled up fast. I I showed up kind of late Saturday, and I was I actually sat in line for just about an hour, and then it was full. I was like, damn it! So 
next year or when I go back in June, I need to get there, zoom in. Friday was no problem. I mean, it, there was a lot of people there, but it wasn't as packed as Saturday because Friday was only a few hours. So flew down there. Uh, shout out to my girl Mavis. Uh, she hooked me up, let me borrow her car. So that was cool. Saved me some money so I didn't have to rent one. And um, I went to the con and it was cool. Met all kinds of cool people, all the people I wanted to meet. Uh, shout out to um, Heather Matarazzo. For those of you that seen, um, she was in Scream. She was in Hostel 2. Um, a bunch of TV shows. And she her my favorite movie she was in is Welcome to the Dollhouse when she was much younger. So... Uh, talked to her for a little bit. She signed my uh, Welcome to the Dollhouse Blu-ray. So that was cool. I've always loved her and just about everything she's in. So I was so happy that, um, that she was there. Plus, she popped up in that last Scream movie. For those of you who do the watch the Scream movie, she was um, uh, Randy's sister. I think she came in in part three and the very last one uh, she came back. So, And for the, for you Hostel 2 watchers, it was, she was the one that was hanging upside down when that one lady slit her with that little some kind of blade and blood poured all over uh, yeah it's a movie you can't watch dude but <laughs> uh <laughs> I, I talked to her about that and she was like yeah she had to do she, i guess it took two two or was it a two or three days to film that one scene and she said she can only she had to train to be upside down for so long and because she was like she was hanging upside down by her feet and she said that she had to do like 10 minutes stop rest then go back up there again and just slowly do the scene um that scene went on and on because I, I remember sitting in the theater like what's why is this scene going on so long uh it was an awesome movie but yeah so it was really cool to talk to her uh, i met uh, bex taylor klaus she was uh, audrey in uh, the mtv scream uh she's a voice in voltron um she was also a uh, Taylor in uh, Hellfest, and she does a lot. She's um one of those Star Wars shows you watch. Um, Resistance. No. Bad Batch. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um. Rebels. Clone no, Wars. No. <laughs> Squadrons. You watch that one? Uh, the first thing that comes to mind when you say that is the video game. Uh, well, it must be a video game. I don't know, but whoever, whatever that is, she was she voiced. Yeah, uh, she did some voice act uh, acting in that. Um, shout out to uh, the beautiful Felissa Rose. Um, we kind of seeing her at cons and all these appearances and everything. We kind of got to, got to know one another, and um, yeah, uh, it was really cool. Got to talk to her for a little while. She was happy to see me and. Uh, we're going to hook up when we're in uh, Texas for Texas Frightmare. She goes, yeah, let's hang out the, down there. I was like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. So that was really cool. It was good to see her. I love her. For those of you that have seen, um, uh, she did pop up in Terrifier 2, which was a surprise. Uh, I was, it was just a real quick little cameo. Angela from Sleepaway Camp and Return from Sleepaway Camp. Um, what was that? I just Victor Crowley and a bunch of other things that she pops up in. Um, who else did I see? Oh, um, what's his name? Uh, BJ McKay from BJ and the Bear. Uh, for for those of you that don't know, who he is, uh, Greg uh, Ev- Evgen, I think that's to say his name. There was a TV show back in the late seventies, early eighties. I think it was, I think it was more eighties. Uh, he was a truck driver. Him and his uh, chimpanzee drove around and got in adventures. 
and I've always loved that show. He was really cool to talk to. Uh, I was glad that I, that I got to meet him. Told him how much uh, I love the show, and he was a part of my childhood. And he was like, "Oh, right on." So that was cool. And a uh, shout out to uh, Scout Taylor Compton. She was um, Laurie Strode in Rob Zombie's Halloween, and she also played um, uh, Lita Ford in uh, The Runaways, and she's been in a bunch of other things. Um, they have that. Uh, her and Daniel Harris have a podcast called Talk Scary to Me. Uh, they did a live uh, podcast down there. I didn't. I didn't get to see it. I was too busy hanging out. Uh, but uh, I got to meet her. Well, I was talking to her when she was at her table. But when they were done, she came out and I talked to her some more and got a quick little picture. Awesome and beautiful young woman. Uh, I just wish nothing but the best for her. Um, shout out to uh, Ari Lehman, the very first uh, Jason Voorhees in the nineteen eighty Friday the Thirteenth. Um, got to talk to him at the at the con, and then his band. Uh, first jason performed at the double tree across the street from the convention center um i knew he was in a band i heard his music but i was just never really uh into it but after seeing his performance live it was awesome uh there was there was quite a few people there it wasn't like a packed house or anything it was a three-piece band he plays the the key the key key tar or whatever like those i don't know if you saw my pictures and everything you know what it is it was a guitar player and then there was a drummer uh, just kind of uh, horror-themed songs as well as some Friday the 13th songs. So, uh, and it was a shout-out to the uh, the cosplay, uh, Jason Voorhees. He was uh, in, the, if you've seen the videos that I posted, he was jumping around and he was uh, moshing around in the pit. It, that was awesome. I was just standing there watching him and I was laughing when he was jumping in there. And he was hyping the crowd up. He was on and off the stage and Ari Lehman was just, he was a madman that night. And again, I w was never into his music. I was just kind of listening to like what, what I see on YouTube. But to, to be there in the room and watching the energy that he was putting out, he was awesome. And, and he's a cool guy. Sit there and talk to him forever about Friday the 13th and all that. And uh, I'm going to get him on the show at one point. He told me to uh, reach out to him and then uh, we'll figure out a time when he can come on. So that was really cool talking to him. Uh, let me try to scroll around and see who else I met. I, I met some um, other people. Oh, well, shout out to a friend of the show, uh, Eugene Brave Rock. He was down there, and uh, I hung out with him uh, Friday night, uh, right, uh, yeah, right before First Jason and all that. Him and his buddy, <coughs> oh, man, what was his name? I want to say it was either Delray or Delray or Delaroy. I can't remember. Sorry, brother. I can't remember your name. Uh, but they were telling me awesome stories uh, of when they were uh, doing stunts for uh, other TV shows and movies. And uh, they were in this like Wild West show over in Paris, uh, in France, uh, back in the day. That's where they first met. So it was really cool hanging out with them. We just laughed and everything. Um, that Doubletree was the place to be that night because everybody that was, all the stars that were there for, for guests at the con, they were all in the bar so we were like, oh, man, and and I was pointing out all the stars to everybody because nobody uh, knew. Shout out to uh, Amy Allen. She played, um, what's her nuts? Um, Jedi. She got it the worst in Revenge of the Sith. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Remember when they Order 66 happened, they blasted her, and then they, they didn't it even show her. Her, yeah. She was hella cool. I was talking to her uh, when we were standing around the bar, and... Uh, there was a bunch of other people I was talking to. Oh, that one uh, kid. Um, he was in Jerry Maguire. Um, 
something Lipnicki or whatever. I can't, Jonathan Lip, I think that's his name, Jonathan Lipnicki. I, I, I can't remember, but he was cool. I was standing there talking to him and a uh, bunch of other people. Oh, uh, the dude that was the uh, the heavy gunner or whatever in The Mandalorian. Um, the whole bald guy. What the hell is his name? And the dude that played uh, the, um, he was in Book of Boba Fett, the the big black Wookiee. Um, Percent. Yeah, him. Uh, he was there. I was talking to him. Those guys are big. <laughs> I went to the Star Wars panel and it was cool uh, listening to their stories and everything. But they were hella cool. They were just standing around the bar. So I was talking to him, uh, talking to them. Uh, I didn't want to break out my phone or anything and take pictures. And then I was, it was just cool to just stand there and talk to them and listen, uh, asking them questions. And, and they were just telling the stories of, of, of what they did. Um, so that was really cool. But laughing around with Gene and his buddy, that was probably the highlight, man. Cause we, oh man, we were laughing hella hard and my cough didn't help. Cause every time I was laughing hella hard, I started coughing. So <laughs> But uh, yeah, Gene, brother, man, it was really good to see you, man, and it was hella fun to hang out. Um, hopefully, uh, we'll hang out in Oklahoma uh, when we go out there. Um, that was all Friday, Saturday, just con panels um, and just meeting more people and everything. But I had an amazing time. Uh, I had a three day pass, but I, I had to get out of there because uh, the storm was coming in, um, and I just barely made it. I mean, as I. No, uh, no weather. I flew from Albuquerque to Denver, had to sit there for a few hours, and I was watching those dark clouds roll in, but we got out of there just in time before it hit. So we made that, made it back to Reno. Didn't look like it was doing anything. It was just cold. So I started heading home, and as I was rolling into town is when it started snowing, and it snowed like all day today, but it's, it's not too bad. So it shouldn't be that bad of a drive to work tomorrow. But uh, again, it was awesome. Oh, shout out to the guys at... Um, uh, Astro Zombies. Uh, for, so if you're ever in uh, Albuquerque, go to uh, Central. I can't remember the address, but it's it's right on Central. It's called Astro Zombies on on the corner. You you can't miss it. Awesome, <coughs> awesome uh, comic shop, uh, collectible shop, and uh, everything. Uh, there were, I, there was so much stuff in there I wanted, but I just I just didn't want to carry it all on the plane. So, but uh, I did pick up a vinyl record, uh, Dale Grover's album from the Melvins. Uh, I've been searching for that one because I remember when it came out back in the day and I said, I'll get it, I'll get it, I'll get it. And then it just, uh, I haven't seen it in, since then. So they had one in there, picked that up quick. Um, and yeah, I mean, that was pretty much it. Uh, I threw some pictures that I took and uh, some videos on Instagram. Uh, so check those out if you haven't seen them. Uh, through a couple videos on TikTok, it was just uh, the performance of uh, First Jason, and uh, when I was at uh, Astro Zombies, but it was good. I had a blast. Um, I can't wait to go back. It was good to go to a con. I think the last one I went to was Stockton Con, um, but it was fun. It was really cool, just ma mainly to see the people that I see when I go down there. So they were all there. So shout out to all you guys, and um, uh, hopefully I got some new listeners because I was talking to a lot of other people and hyping up the shows. And everything. So, uh, but yeah, that was my trip down uh, to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, Eric wanted to go because he he got into Breaking Bad, and he zipped through that whole season, and he zipped through all of uh, Better Call Saul. So I was when I was driving around, I was uh, taking pictures of things and sending them to. Oh, I found I found I accidentally found the uh, that little booth where Mike was working. Uh, 
um, what was that? Was it a police station? Remember, he was like the toll booth guy. Oh right, yeah. Um, toll booth, yeah. I was driving. Uh, I was looking for a parking spot that, that night. When I, no, I was on my way to the Double Tree, and I, I took down this little side road, and then there it was. I was like, whoa! So I just took a picture of it real quick and sent it to Eric. So. Uh, just uh, little random places that that when I when I was driving around that I saw that was in Breaking Bad I was sending it to him so he was pretty psyched. Oh, um, they had the big uh, RV in there. They're they're always at that con, especially after Breaking Bad hit so big. And I think they were doing the tours. I wasn't really sure. I didn't go into the RV, but uh, they were selling the little um, the little blue meth, but it's uh, the sugar candy. So I bought a couple bags of those and gave them to Eric. Uh-huh. Um. When I was leaving, security stopped me, and they go, hey, can we go through your bag? And I was like, oh, man. I mean, did that pop up, and they want to see it? Um, they didn't even dig in that little pocket where it was. It was, like, right in the front. So uh, I thought they were going to tear apart my bag, but they didn't. This one little pocket I had had all our stickers, the East Society and MacNez and all that. That's what set it off. So they pulled huh. it all up. They pulled all the stickers out and looked in there. And I was like, no, that's all that's in there. And they went, oh, okay. For some reason, this set it off. I went, well, I don't, know, I don't know what to tell you. They're just stickers. <laughs> so, but yeah, but I had an awesome time. It was good. Uh, can't wait to go back again. Shout out to Mavis, uh, Jesse, and Cree for welcoming me into the house and making me breakfast and dinner. And just uh, Mavis, I've known her forever. Um, she's my sister. I love her. Um, newer kids since they were little, little, little guys. So it was really cool. Sat up and just caught up. I mean, we talk and text and everything, but, uh, being right there, we just sat around, laughed around. And she was also a, uh, friend of a really, really good friend of Darren's. So we kind of just got real emotional one night talking about him and everything. So, but it was real cool though. I mean, it was, it was something that I needed and it was something that uh, I love doing. Other than going to cons, I love being with my friends that I ain't seen uh, in forever. So it was really cool to sit around and laugh around with her. And my buddies that I hooked up with, man, we we raged just a little too hard. <laughs> but uh, I had fun. I had a really good time on um, Don't Drink White Claws. Oh. Uh, for some reason, I thought those were like weak, like as in... I don't know. It was eight point something. I know that. And I, oh man, I I felt it. And I'm like, nah, I, I'm good. <laughs> I don't need any of this. But I did have my uh, IPAs. Um, I had a Voodoo Ranger. I think that's what it's called. I think that's what yep. it was called. Yep. It was it was a um a fruit punch. That was really good. I was like, oh man, it was just one little small little can. But um, usually those IPAs you can really taste them but this one it, it tasted all fruity so i was like man uh luckily there was only one because i would have drank all those all night but um i had a good time hanging out with my buddies good to see them i ain't seen them in forever so shout out to all them but yeah that was my trip uh yeah what'd you guys do down in uh, southern california all right yeah so my trip uh last week whole week trip um Started with a big drive, uh, 12-hour drive from uh, Eureka, and then we cut over to Merced, where Jade lives, to drop off her bag, because 
she wouldn't be riding back with me. So uh, that way she would have a lot less to carry back on her train ride back. So uh, it made sense to, to do that. And from here to the Bay Area, it was pretty clear, no problem. Um, once we got to Merced, the rain started to pick up a little. And by the time we got to the grapevine, this is where things got interesting. Um, it, the rain actually started to really come down heavily and so heavily that, um, you know, I had the phone plugged into the car to um, kind of, you know, listen to music or whatever. And we got this alert. I'll read it. It's crazy because we had the music plugged in and it read the, like the, the phone, like read the alert in the car. So I was like, this is kind of crazy. It was like mad, crazy rain. And then this comes across emergency alert, national weather service, a flash flood warning is in fact for this area until 9 PM. This is a dangerous and life threatening situation. Do not attempt to travel unless you are fleeing area subject to flooding or under an evacuation order. And as soon as that came through, I was like, oh, geez. And like, the traffic actually did start to thin out. It was just a lot of uh, other big trucks on the road with me. And then when they ahead of me were hitting the waters, like they were creating huge waves into the sky. It was like, the hardest rain, the most water, it was coming down like crazy. So that was a little bit of an experience, definitely a little nerve rattling, but uh, made my way into Anaheim after a little bit of trouble. We did find our way to the hotel and uh, met up with everybody, uh, Joel, Cherry, uh, Crazy, Chris, good to see all of them. The kids, uh, Lily and Declan, were already asleep in the room. Um, Jade wanted to take her stuff up to the room, but uh, I was ready to... Well, actually, I did drop my stuff up. I dropped my stuff up the room, and then when we caught up with Breeze, Jade wanted to drop her stuff up at the room. So, um, gotta... Like I mentioned them right now, but I gotta shout out... Uh, the whole family, the whole extended E-Society here uh, for their part and me being able to do this trip. Uh, received uh, my Disney ticket from uh, Reese and Chris as uh, uh, a birthday Christmas gift thing. So that was cool of them. And then uh, from Joel and Sherry, I was able to crash in their room in the pullout. They got a bigger room with a, with a pullout. Uh, so was able to use that and uh yeah very awesome on both of them to to hook that those parts of, of the trip for me but uh was able to go right to the bar with joel and sherry and uh, got uh, a pretty cool drink uh krakatoa punch because it came with this little light up ice cube in it which made a really cool effect i shared it on my stories that night i'm pretty sure i did but um it was interesting because it was this like tiki bar at the disneyland hotel and uh, the little area that we got like was just out of the rain so it was still actually coming down pretty hard but 
we were there out of it protected and it was pretty cool and uh, it was actually really good drinks and friendly bartenders there so that was cool uh, went there the second night also that time for food and uh, got another drink that second night the piranha pool which i can actually highly recommend i thought it was really tasty the only thing was like it since it, it comes almost like in a slurpy form like a frozen drink form it was really cold like i, I let joel have a sip of it gave him instant brain freeze and while it didn't give me a brain freeze i was like it kind of gave me a chill like i was like uh you know but it's cool they had just like uh galaxy's edge this tv bar had all kinds of uh souvenir glasses i would have loved or mugs uh, tiki mugs i would have loved to get one but at the same time they are very pricey uh, they like start at 40 dollars and go up from there there's one that um it's like a whole bowl kind of thing it's i think it's meant to be obviously shared uh the uh-oh is it looks like what it's called and that was a hundred bucks to get so um yeah maybe next time <laughs> is it but, worth a hundred dollars uh, huh is it worth a hundred dollars well i mean it looks cool and and whatnot it's a good size and it's got detail on it my guess is you might be able to find something like that at like a tiki shop for probably 40, 50 bucks, but then they're getting you on obviously the location and then the drink that they're serving in it too. So, cause the, the other drinks like, uh, like piranha pool, for example, I'm pretty sure that was a $45 drink if you got the cup, but I didn't. So then it was like 15. So a little bit of a difference. So uh, that being said, um, they were actually sold out. They have a bunch of different ones. And I think they only had like three uh, actually in stock. The Tangaroa Cooler one. Uh, they might have had the Peronical one. And then the, the uh-oh, the big one. So... <laughs> but yeah uh really cool actually uh i wish i would have spent a little more time there but i'm glad i did oh, that kind of felt that way the whole trip uh, it really was a lot of fun so uh, the very first thing the next day uh, we saw the weather rain was predicted for half the day but after that we were going to be good and then we were going to be good for all day wednesday and it was interesting because um I bought ponchos um, for a few of us. Um, others already had theirs. So we were all covered when it came to ponchos. But uh, I'd say so we entered from what I'm looking at my pictures right before 730 because you get a little half hour bonus for doing uh, Disneyland Hotel. And from 730 until okay so there's a change there okay uh 7 okay so right about 11 it was raining all through that time and then right before 11 it started raining really hard so interestingly um 
you know, I guess a moment of defiance almost, uh, me, Sherry, Lily, and Chris all went on Splash Mountain and completely soaked ourselves. Um, part of me was like, I don't know what we're doing. We just definitely made it worse. We had squishy shoes and everything. So we, at that point, that was like, the, the time to break in the day, we all had to go back to the, the hotel and change. And I always worry about overpacking when I go on these trips, but this was the rare underpack time. I only had the one pair of jeans. They were completely soaked. I brought two pairs of shoes, but one of them was a brand new pair. So I didn't want to risk taking those out once I had just blown through my ones. So I was like, Ah, geez, what do I do for the rest of the day? But uh, we 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 took a long enough break that uh, it looked like it was going to be clear for the rest of the day, and it was. So when we got back out there, uh, did it up, uh, Matterhorn, Haunted Mansion, uh, all the classics, uh, back at Galaxy's Edge, the Falcon run, and everything like that. And then this was crazy. As the hugest Star Wars fan as I am. Uh, turns out everybody from Declan, Lily, Jade, Breeze, Chris, Joel, Cherry, everybody had gone on uh, Rise of the Resistance, of a, but I hadn't. And that's one of the most popular rides, longest wait in the park. Uh, had we met up with Sherry early day one, we could have done it. She did it with just Declan. Uh, but we didn't make it over time. We were doing a Matterhorn run, which, by the way, that was early that first day. And um, I don't know if you've ever been by that ride, but they play a sound effect of like whoosh, whoosh mountain breeze and everything like that. We were getting that that morning. And when we rode it, like we were getting the natural rain in her face and everything. It was like it really added to the effect. So that was funny. But uh yeah, as far as the Star Wars experience goes, it was cool to um, have the, the the Falcon experience with everybody. Um, we did one run where it was, um, I think it was me and Lily piloting, Chris and Jade Gunners, and then I think it was uh, Breeze and Sherry doing the... Um, like the engineer because it's for it's a six sweeping people thing so that was cool and then we we shook it up another night but uh back at oga's cantina got the uh fuzzy tauntaun that's the drink that comes with the the buzz foam kind of makes your mouth a touch numb not not a whole ton i think joel was expecting a little more when i described that to him but uh Anyways, that's always fun. Uh, day two, Wednesday, uh, completely clear. And that was my first experience at uh, Disney California Adventure. I'd never been in that park. I only I had only been in Disneyland on uh, prior visits. So I was definitely looking forward to it because it was all new to me. And uh, the first thing we did was went to the new... Uh, well, not new, new, but obviously new to me. The Spider-Man ride. Um, really cool. Tom Holland recorded, um, footage for that. So he's part of that. Uh, it's also cool. They got up like pictures of, uh, characters. If you're familiar with the Marvel universe, you'll know who they are, but like they had like 
Doreen Green, that's Squirrel Girl, and they had uh, Lunella Lafayette, that's Moon Girl. She's about to have an animated series start here on uh, Disney Channel and Disney Plus. Um, that ride, you 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 move your arms to shoot the webs, so it can really uh, you do it so much it really does like start to affect your arms because you got to fling the webs as fast as you can. It keeps score on your console of how well you do. So <laughs> that's interesting. Um, and then made my way over to uh, what used to be Tower of Terror. And you did uh, Tower of Terror back in the day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, last time oh. I rode that, like you, you know, it's the ride starts and you uh, make your way and it's almost like a little bit of a tour and they go down a level and like, Oh, look down this hallway ghost. And then you get to the end and it's like, and that's when you know you've entered the twilight zone and you drop. And at least the time I did it, I felt like the drop was the drop, but it was still like, it just went down and then up and then down and then up. And it was like, okay, so I get it. Um, this time, um, right after the Spider-Man thing, went with Lily over to what it is now, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. And um, we got on there. Breeze, Chris, Jade joined us. And um, we got on. <laughs> and I got to tell you, it caught me completely off guard. Like, I was expecting, I thought we were going to get a little, little like, tour the collector's collection as soon as like the real life person like closed the door on the thing it started up and then rocket was like all right here we go let's do this and he pulls the plug and you immediately i was we were like ripped down and i it felt so much faster and extreme than i ever remember um tower of terror being so yeah i was caught completely off guard by guardians. <laughs> uh, I haven't ridden it since they changed it. I haven't been down there in forever, but <clears throat> that one. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe just cause I'm old crab now, but Oh my God. The last time I wrote it, uh, that was like, I think it was the last thing Kyle and I wrote when we were there. Right. We wrote, we wrote it earlier and then, um, was it was it fast though, or was it just kind of up and down? It was just up and down. Yeah, what I remember. That's what I remember. And I remember like going, oh, like it, it was cool, but then it was just like, um, it just. <coughs> what the hell's going on? Someone's uh, putting me in some kind of group on Skype. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I've had that happen on. Uh, facebook and i'm like i'm just not sure i was like i i sometimes i i just mute them but i wait before leaving them to see like i don't know is this something you know related to the pod that they added us because of that <laughs> no it says hot dating um, oh geez okay but, so yeah that's a that's an instant but yeah. yeah um i gotta admit too like you know i'm not uh 
you know, you know me as the person who like doesn't curse, but this caught me off so guard. And I felt bad too because I I was right next to Lily. Lily was right next to me, and immediately because Rocket's like, "Let's do this," and he pulls the plug and then drop hard. And I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" I was freaking out. It's like and uh, Jade is like laughing next to me, and I was like, "Oh." We got Lily right next to me. Yeah, for those of you that don't know the Zeus or anything, yeah, he he doesn't. He's he's the you if you listen to the show, you know how the potty mouth I have, but right, it's <laughs> it's rare, rare, rare. Like if you've seen yeah. the Bigfoot, I mean, it's that yeah. rare that I ever hear words. And when I do, I'm like, whoa! It does, to whoa. me, it does, it, it's, it's a shock, and it doesn't sound right. Right. I mean, you guys all expect it from me, but I it's I don't expect it <laughs> from, yeah. from him. So. so yeah, you would have definitely would have found that funny because it just whew, was not expecting. I was ready for the tour, and then yeah, next thing, even when Rockets like, all right, let's do this. I thought we were gonna like go steady for a little still, not just an instant hyper drop. And then I was talking more with Joel about it, and he was like, yeah. I guess because that was like early in the day before the park opened to the general public and they can, no matter what the ride is, whether it's Matterhorn or whatever, like they can do speed control on the rides. So it definitely depends like when and how you ride it. And I think I got one of the more extreme, uh, experiences on mission breakout <laughs> but uh, yeah um, we're supposed to be going maybe we were supposed to go in november but just everyone was getting sick so it's right we yeah don't know where but oh, who knows, well, maybe next year i don't want to go during the summer it's too hot yeah well when you do let me know i'll i'll uh i'll come i'll crash <laughs> yeah come with us yeah oh yeah so much fun um at times, I felt like I was the person in the middle of the parties. I was happiest when we were all together. And that was a good amount of the time we spent all together. And that was my favorite times. But when I was just with uh, Joel, Sherry, Declan, and Lily, I was like, oh, man, like, want to be spending time with Jade and Breeze and Chris. They're from overseas. And then I'm with Breeze and Jade and Chris. And I'm like, oh, man, the kids, they... They always want to hang out with me. I felt bad. So <laughs> I, I felt a little that. like the person in the middle. And it was interesting because I was like sometimes that person in the middle. I would be the one that would somehow like miss out on the ride. Like uh, Soren was, was an example. Somehow uh, Breeze, Jade, and Chris did it. And then I reconnected with them. And then Joel, Sherry, Lily, and Declan did it. And I missed it both times, so eventually I had to write it on my own. <laughs> I never but, wrote that. Uh, Every time we tried, it was always full. Soren? Yeah, I could never get yeah. up, get into it. Yeah, the trick these days, which is different from even the last time I went in 2019, it used to be the physical, you pull the ticket, fast passes. Now, that's this Genie Plus thing. You book them on the app. And you can book one ride. What you you can do all the rides, but one ride like a day. So you can't do you can't book 
like Matterhorn over and over and over, but you can book Matterhorn and then show up for your, like your fast pass time basically. Um, but yeah, you can't keep, you can only do it. The, you only do like the Matterhorn once and star tours once. So there was a moment there where it was actually pretty awesome. Um, the whole group was leaning on, uh, Sherry and breezy to set us up for the next thing. And so we would be in, we'd, we'd be about to go on one and they'd set us up with passes for the next thing. So we were like going pretty well where everybody was lined up to do the next thing. So that was really cool. But, uh, the thing that was long awaited was rise of the resistance. The second ride that wasn't there last time that I went in 2019, uh, at least when we went in August, I think it opened before, I think it opened shortly after we went. Cause I think, you know, it's, I think yeah, they used it to, promote uh rise of skywalker and whatnot but the cool thing with that is it's like a multi-tiered experience like you move through it before the ride and it's like a whole story and on top of that um daisy ridley ray uh john boyega finn oscar isaac poe dameron dom hall gleason hux they all recorded like video that you like see of them that's like integrated into the story into the ride so that's really cool with that one so um joel was hyping it up as the best ride of the park and uh, i can see what he means it lived up to the hype it's really cool because um, not only is it the ride it's the animatronics it's the real life people it's like a fully formed like story that you take you you take part in so that was really cool uh, eventually i was able to get on that with with uh, joel and then um the last day i was there before i i did the drive back um with everybody and then took a picture with everybody so that was cool and then did my little merch run um had breakfast with the uh, breeze and chris and jade at um the ronto wraps place got uh, one more blue milk really like that stuff i did back in 2019 and i still did i got that a couple times so um yeah i picked up a couple things i guess i'll mention those later in collectibles but um after saying goodbye to everybody and everything like that it was time for me to hit the road again uh i went up uh, a hour the road to uh, hollywood Funko HQ. Uh, weird experience this time, though. Uh, this is the first time I've been there, the third time I've been there. The first time that um, there wasn't a line outside, which is fine. Uh, worked for me, especially it was in a little bit of a rush. But uh, definitely quiet in there. And on top of that, it didn't feel like everything was like currently stocked. Like I was expecting to see the new Star Wars Book of Boba Fett wave that they have it like Hot Topic and everything. That wasn't there. Uh, the new Wakanda Forever wave, that wasn't there. Uh, the new Ant-Man wave, that wasn't there. And I was like, this is weird. I called you and, you know, let you know what they had, which... Wasn't much. Yeah, you weren't interested in it. They didn't have the sodas you were after. Checked out all the sodas up front. In the end, uh, I did end up picking up two things, but that's the cheapest I've ever gotten out of a Funko HQ. That was basically my fourth visit. 
the one in Everett with you and then now three times at, at uh, Hollywood. So <laughs> being the Hollywood seemed two things. The Hollywood <laughs> one seemed bigger for some reason. Right. I, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, it was cool. And now it's me... weird too because they're like headquarters. I think didn't it move down to Phoenix or something in real life from Everett? Uh, I think just the headquarters are. That shop is still going to be there. Right. So, I mean, that was what they told me. So I was like, oh, okay. So, but. But, yeah. <laughs> um, I, after that, getting back on the road, uh, hit a few pockets of like up near Santa Clarita. There's like a crawling traffic at another 40 minutes. So that wasn't helpful. And then right uh, when you get out of the grapevine, the cut to where it's five or the other freeway up towards Merced, the the navigation system hit me with a, you can save an hour by going the Merced way. And I feel like I probably shouldn't have taken that advice, but like, I was like, damn, an hour? Like, I gotta go that way, but it feels like that way is already so much longer. You're going over to that side of the valley and then up and around. So felt like it took me forever. It was like, by the time I was passing the Bay Area, it was nine o'clock hour. Then there's slow down before Santa Rosa is getting ten, and then right before midnight, like I had obviously had a busy couple of days, and all that driving getting a little rough. And I was like, ah, I gotta call it. So because I still had three hours left to go, I was like, ah, I'm just gonna. I hit up a Motel Six for the night in Ukiah. So uh, I needed to, though I was. The car was like getting mad at me. It was like, you know, because I was in and out of the lane. So it was like, you need rest. I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, well, those are neat. I mean, but yeah, man, just pull over and sleep at a rest stop or should have went over to Steve's house and crashed on the couch or something. Yeah, I definitely thought about the rest stop thing, but I also, I always worry about like, you know, Somebody or like a cop coming over, knocking on the window. Hey, it's all right if you're asleep at a rest stop. I mean, your car's not loaded full of junk. I mean, I've stopped and yeah. slept at a rest stop, and no one's ever said anything to me. But yeah, that probably would have been the play, honestly. But uh, like when we came back from Everett, man, I just pulled over and took a power nap for forty-five minutes, and then I was yeah. good all the way to the house. But. Right. Yeah, that definitely <laughs> probably would have been the play for me, but eh, ended up uh, doing the motel thing, and then I got back around ten Friday. Ended up just trying to recover the rest of the day. Worked the weekend. Still feel like man. Just even today, I was like, that was a busy week. <laughs> yeah. Um. Geez, we're almost an hour in, everyone. We haven't even started the show. But, right. Yeah, those were ah, those were our adventures. Trips. So it was good. <laughs> but um yeah, we gotta rush through everything now. Um <laughs> you don't have any movies, huh? I don't. All right. Uh, I'm gonna rush through the one that I have before we dive into TV. It seems like we have more. Yes. <laughs> we have more of that. <clears throat> um, I guess I should have had this all pulled up. I had that other thing we we're gonna talk about pulled up. And we got to talk about Mandalorian when we get to um, Star Wars moment. Because for those of you yeah. who are recording this on Monday, 
whatever the day is, and uh, the new trailer just dropped. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But this is a film that came out last year. <laughs> I mentioned it in my honorable mentions, uh, but I just uh, I did watch it because I, I didn't really talk about it. But it, it was a cool movie. I believe this was in. Come on, computer. I want to say Spain because they were speaking Spanish. But I saw a crappy dubbed version, and uh, the the dubbed version was just not not good at all. But uh, this is a film. It, they're saying it's horror, but I, I didn't think so. I mean, it was more of just a, a thriller, and a dramatic thriller, if that. I mean, it did get bloody towards the end, but the way people were talking about it, like, oh, my God. It was one of those movies, like, yeah, people walked out of it because they couldn't handle it. And I'm like, these are, these are people that just don't watch bloody films. And I'm like, really? You guys walked out on this? I mean, it was a good movie. Don't get me wrong. I, I enjoyed it. It came out, <coughs> excuse me, uh, it was Spain and France. Uh, the release date for the United States was October 14th of last year. And this is Piggy. An overweight teen is bullied by a clique of cool girls poolside while holidaying in her village. The long walk home will change the rest of her life. Yeah, it was this... Um, Young gal named Sarah, uh, played by Laura Galan, I think that's her saying name, and a bunch of other people, which I'm not even gonna try to pronounce her name. But <laughs> fuck. Um, but anyway, yeah, she was a uh, she was a little heavy set girl, uh, teenager, and she worked uh, with her uh, parents in their little shop. And these girls, these rich girls just came along and they were like just like body shaming her and teasing her and calling her names and all this and everything. But then uh, there was this weirdo dude that kind of saw them because uh, he was in the water. They were swimming down in this little water hole and uh, they like took all her clothes and ran off and basically just left her there in her bathing suit. So she was trying to walk home. But there was another dude there swimming around the water that saw it all to those girls being mean to him. So he and this is on the trailer. So he ended up like uh kidnapping all of them. And then there was all these news that these girls disappeared and they were trying to figure out uh what was going on. And this girl kind of got in the middle of it cuz she saw she saw the van that those girls were in and she saw the dude that did it. So she was just trying to kind of keep quiet, but then she goes to do her own investigation, and then all hell breaks loose. So, but the movie was really good. Um, it, it did make me mad because of the way those girls were just being mean to her and bullying her. So I was so right when that was, I was like, man, I make, kill these girls <laughs> if that's going to be this type of film. Uh, but it was it was a really really good movie. Again, it did make my uh, honorable mentions. I'm not going to go through the end or anything. Um, maybe this year's 31 days of horror, I'll rewatch it. And then, uh, Brian and I, or whoever will run through, uh, the whole thing. But I really did watch this movie. I mean, I did like this movie. I want to watch it again. I want to pick it up on Blu-ray. Uh, I saw that it's, uh, out there now because I want to hear the original, um, dialogue. I don't, that dub ver if you watch dub versions, go for it. But that it, to me, it was. It took me all out of it. It was it just it was not a good uh, English dub. It was it was terrible. But the movie was still really good. Um, I think you can rent it on Prime and everything and wherever you rent movies. But I think if you like uh, these type of films, again the end gets bloody, but 
Um, it was a really, really good movie. I really enjoyed it. And uh, check it out if I'm selling it to you. And this is Piggy. And that is all the movies that I have. <laughs> so, right. TV? TV? Um, can I... Well, I want to kick it off this one just because you were talking about the dubs. Um, have you heard of the Netflix show Run for the Money? Battle Royale? I have not. I think you uh, mentioned it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, set in the very south of Japan. Uh, has about 30 uh, celebrities, both uh, of uh, Japanese fame and South Korean fame. Uh, playing. It's a pretty simple game where uh, they're all gathered up and then they're going to release these like hunters on them these people dressed up in suits uh to chase them down and if you're caught then you're out of the game but if you last there's like a big uh prize pot of of uh money to be won so uh, the interesting thing too that i learned from the show was uh, that i guess japan's biggest theme park is here in the very south southern tip of japan and it's called uh uh Ten bosch it's like a dutch themed like uh park uh, it looked closed for the most part it was very like early in the morning when it started but halfway through the game like it looked like the park opened but it was definitely not like a disney thing where all of a sudden it got really crowded it was just like a few people here and there i guess it's japan's biggest but the main thing i wanted to bring up is uh even if you have no interest in watching this you got to just because it's so bad it's good um press play and and, and listen to the first one two minutes of this um the scene at the very beginning when the uh, everybody's waiting waiting for the game to start and they bring out these hunters the dub is yeah it's so bad it's 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 good <laughs> it's like it, it people like talking like in line like i'm sure in real life they were like talking over each other but it's like what is happening i'm scared i'm scared what is this what is happening what is this i'm scared this is scary I'm scared. <laughs> it's it's it was just really funny that that's all that was being said, but it was like in line, in order. <laughs> What's the show called again? Called Run for the Money, Battle Royale, and it's uh, yeah, it's it's made for Netflix. The interesting thing is, it's these. Uh, I, I think 30 is the number. It might have been 40. It's a good amount of people at the start in these Japanese celebrities. Some of them are just YouTubers, Japanese YouTubers. Um, uh, there's definitely more than a few people from this. Um, if you remember, uh, I know you've brought them up a couple times, O-Town, the like making the band thing. I guess the Japanese version is J-O-1. Because they kept saying, like, this person from JO1 and this person from JO1. And I looked up what JO1 was, and it turns out, yeah, it's basically like this 
make making a band basically tv show so there's like almost like a menudo type thing where it's different people in and out of the band of this jo1 but um yeah it was really interesting just as far as like a run and hide competition do challenges avoid the hunters do challenges and you get rid of hunters sometimes there's like 20 hunters and then you can do things and get rid of 10 of them or if you don't do this they're gonna unleash 50 hunters on you and then you're definitely in big trouble <laughs> but yeah it's pretty interesting it's only a four episode thing uh, it basically tracks it's basically almost in real time it looks like they, it was like a four hour game um and yeah, each episode's like an hour, so it's pretty much in real time, like how the game played out. <laughs> Damn, these guys are still going. I had to look up O Town. <laughs> o Town? Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're still out there doing it. Good for you guys. <laughs> I haven't heard that in uh, a while. Right? Yeah. yeah. They're- <laughs> They're still doing it. I, they're missing, I think that guy, Ashley. But you guys probably have no idea who we're talking about. But uh, yeah, there was a Making the Band, and it was this band called O Town. They had a couple of cool songs I liked, but I think I was only into it because Renee was watching uh, the reality show. And uh, I did end up getting that album when it came out. All I remember was Liquid, Liquid Dreams and what the fuck was that other one? Um. Mm-hmm. All for love, yeah, that was it. I had to <laughs> sing it. I had to sing it in my head. That's the only part I remember. Uh, yeah, if you guys remember them, if maybe some of you are fans. Maybe some are like, "Who the hell is he talking about?" It's the, yeah, check out O Town. If you like the little boy '90s pop bands, <clears throat> I don't think like they. Oh, go ahead. I don't think they got like super duper famous. Uh, that right. one dude was. Um, helping him but then i think he's in prison or did he die oh, the guy wow. that the guy that found oh yeah him. yeah no he's he's gone he passed he did yeah that dude i think he was like yeah. touching him or something I, I don't know i know he was a pedophile for something but uh, lose something but anyway yeah but yeah and if you liked uh o-town maybe check out jo1 i've never heard of them but <laughs> jo1 yeah now you're gonna make me look him up um, what kind of band are they? Pop? It's 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 like a J-pop, K-pop, boy band. It's 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 the Korean or Japanese version of O Town, basically. <laughs> Is it the letter J and zero or the O? J, uh, letter O, one. Because I I I actually typed in J zero one and nothing came. So yeah, I figured that out because I had to look them up too. <laughs> and yeah, like at least, like I think like at least three people that have been on NJO one like took part in this uh, run for the money. <laughs> um, Sounds like O Town to me. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
Oops, sorry. I, I don't think I'll be listening. I was talking and talking and my mic was off. But now nah, I'm good. Uh, I'll stick to Old Town and New Kids and In <laughs> Sync. I was never a Backstreet Boys dude. He just. And some of you are probably laughing. I mean, don't get me. I'm a blockhead. I love New Kids on the Block. Don't get me wrong. Single is the jam. I love that one. But, um, so, uh, what the hell was that one we watched? Um, the the hatchet wielding hitchhiker. You watched that one, didn't you? Smash, 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 smash. Yeah. Kai, um, he like took everybody's heart uh, when that initial uh, video that came out when he um. Took a hatchet to some uh, crazy dude. Uh, somebody uh, on Netflix made a, a documentary on him. And this kid's wild. Uh, is he crazy? I don't know. But it sounded like he had a crazy life before uh, this incident. And then things led up into it. Um, I'm not sure if you guys know uh, what happened to him. Uh, on what, what was going on after this uh, viral video. Because uh, he made it seem like he was a cool guy and he was just chilling and straight out of Dogtown skating and surfing it up. But it did, I don't know, man, dude. It was it was it was weird and it was crazy. I, I did like it uh, when I was down in uh, Albuquerque. I watched it uh, at my friend's house, and I was like, "Whoa!" Uh, he had never, she had never seen or even heard of this guy. But when she saw the uh, the the little news thing, she was like, "Oh, okay." But uh, I knew he had gotten into some trouble. I didn't know what happened because I knew he was locked up. So I was like, well, what happened? And then so they t- this is the whole story of his younger life when the, had the thing happened in Fresno. And then he kind of got Go some kind of. Yeah, he got famous for a little bit. But then he was just weird, always peeing everywhere and getting drunk and all that. And. Uh, even the dude that that he hit in the head with the with the hatchet, um, I guess he just kind of went off and got all racial and and uh, he slammed his car into these workers and pinned one of them between his car and their truck and almost killed him. But there was something in the story that came out that Kai was smoking up with that driver before the incident happened. And it turns out he laced it. He laced it too. Yeah. He laced whatever his joint with something else. And that guy just couldn't handle his high and turned him racist and made him crazy and crashed into that black guy. So, I mean, that was all stuff we didn't know until this, until this all came out and everything. And then it just led into murder. And that was crazy too. I mean, but I, I was like, wow, I didn't know. All this happened. I I remember seeing him on Jimmy Kimmel, and I was like, "What the hell is is he drunk or high? I I don't know." So I just figured he was just weird and crazy, and he had a he had a crazy life, man. It was, I think it was more a mental abuse thing, maybe stuff at home. Well, but I, I don't know. I, I I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I wasn't there or anything. It was just what was presented in this documentary. But if you guys have any interest in it, check it out. It was really, really interesting on what happened. If you wanted to know uh, what led up to um, the stuff that he did to land him in jail, because I think he's in there for like 50 years or something like that. But what did yep. you think of this one? 
Yeah, it was pretty interesting. Um, like I was telling you on the text, I ha- had not heard of this story, and it was interesting to me. Uh, I, you know, I, I guess I just don't follow everything online, but it's interesting to me how much uh, that goes so-called viral that I don't hear about, because this was something I hadn't heard about before. This was something before watching this uh this documentary I had no idea about. So it was interesting to see how, when it happened, whatever that was, 2013, I think around then maybe was when the, the smash hatchet wielding part went down. Um, around that era is when, uh, like, yeah, it went real viral on the internet and everybody knew about it. I, if I saw it, it went right over my head. Like, I don't remember it at all. (laughs) I remember when, uh, like shortly after it happened, is when uh, a buddy of mine sent me the video. I was like, "Yeah, dude, check this out." <laughs> so I was like, "What the hell?" So, but <laughs> um, I didn't think anything else after that. I just figured it was just some guy that was just seemed cool and he was helping him out, and then all hell broke loose. But it it was it was crazy on. Um, on the everything that happened to him after that. And then they were searching for him and they couldn't find him or anything. And it, it was crazy. But uh, let me read this. In this scandalous true crime documentary, a carefree hitchhiker goes from internet celebrity to infamous, infamous murderer in the span of three months. Damn, that was a lot. <laughs> I thought this was spread out through years, but. Nah, it was it was crazy on uh, what happened to this guy and the stuff that he was saying uh, before the murder or what led up to the murder. I don't know if I could believe it or not. I don't know because because when they were showing videos of him with that dude uh, before he disappeared, I mean, he gave him a hug, and I don't think you're gonna want to hug some guy that did that you said did something bad to him. So I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe he just snapped Probably. and just killed this dude. But I don't know. The only one who knows is Kai. But he's keeping his mouth shut and he's just sitting. He told the cops a lot. He was like, yeah, this happened. This happened. Da, 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 and everything. He wasn't. Um, didn't seem like he was trying to make anything up. He was just kind of really laid back and just sitting there answering the questions. But I did like him. he went. Um. Should I have a lawyer in here before I start telling you guys more? Uh, that was his first mistake. He shouldn't have said nothing right. until he had a lawyer in there with him. But you never do. That's right. Um, but I don't know. I mean, maybe he was just crazy and he just killed this guy. But I don't know. But uh, yeah, I mean, they tell you you have the right to remain silent. You don't have to say anything. And so, but and especially this, if you're arrested, man, just. I don't think people like they hear it, but I don't even think they understand that's what that means. Like they hear that you have the right to remain silent, but they don't really take that in to consideration. <laughs> like they, anything you say and can will can and will be used against you in the court of law. So, man, it's, it's good to not say anything. I mean, I know right. you're you're mad or angry or scared, but. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just, I know I wouldn't say anything, even if I didn't do anything. Right. I mean, I'd be like, 
Mm. I, got the right to remain, I got the right to remain silent, so listen to this. But I don't I don't do nothing like this to, to be questioned by the police. I mean, I've been questioned by the police, but it was not something that I wasn't involved in. But I don't know. Know your rights, everybody. It's a, it's a crazy world out there. Again, I've, t- I've said on this before, you got good police officers and you got bad police officers. There's good and bad people in this world, for those of you who don't think. Just because you got a badge doesn't make it necessarily make them good guys. They're, they're, trust me, I know police, sheriffs, and everything. They, the guys I know are good, but there are those bad guys that are out there. Speaking of bad police, what's up with this lady like pulling a train on the whole uh, police station? Have, have you heard that story? No. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think it's in Tennessee. Some chick, I don't know, she was a cop, uh, a little white girl. I don't know what happened, man. She was, like, banging the whole police force or something. (laughs) I just, I started seeing all these memes, and I was like, what the hell is this? I had to look into the story, and, yeah, she was just, um, she was married, too. I mean, to each his own, if you want to do that, but um, don't do it on the clock. (laughs) Don't, don't, Don't do it at work. So I, I don't know, man. You guys read into the story. That's just that's just what I read after I saw it all, and it was making me laugh. But I'm like, all right, cool, man. It's up to you if you want to be scandalous. But <laughs> but yeah, but uh, the Hatchet Wielding Hitchhiker it's streaming on Netflix. Definitely check it out. It was an interesting story. If you want to know what happened uh, to this young fellow in a span of three months, because it was a crazy ride, and uh, I'm glad I watched it. Oh, one one other thing I watched. Um, my friend loves watching those paranormal things on YouTube. There's these two guys on there called Twin Paranormal. Uh, these brothers, I guess. And they got their friends and they go around to different places and uh, try to, um, not like ghost bus, but uh, paranormal investigators. They do that. They came here to Susanville last year, I believe. Um, there's an old hospital like on the other side of town. Uh, Kyle was born there, and uh, and Mark Marky was there for a little bit when when he was born. He wasn't born here; he was born in the Bay Area. But when he had a little touch of jaundice, so they had to put him under the the heat lamps or whatever those were when when Marky was a baby. But Kyle was born there. It was a scary little hospital because it was so old, and then they built a new one that's like a mile away from where I live now. But they went in there. There was an old hospital that was there, and it was kind of like a little mental hospital as well. That burned down. They walked through there, and then they go over into the hospital that I had no had no idea I had a basement. Uh, they went down in there, and they were walking around, and they were catching all kinds of bumps and noises and voices. Um, Tiga went in there one time, her and her friends, and they heard something. And I'm like, "You guys are stupid. Don't go. Don't go looking for." It. I mean, to each his own. Everyone, me, I. I'm one of those believers. If you go in there and you might bring something home, <laughs> so don't don't go to places you shouldn't be. <laughs> I mean, right. there's there's spirits everywhere. Don't get me wrong, but something like that. And there were and there were the what this is what those boys were saying. They were saying it was like one of the most haunted places in in Lassen County. Uh, I never felt like weird or anything when I was in there, but I mean, I've been to places where I could feel. I wouldn't say it was bad energy, but something, I knew something 
Hell no. I, I, I don't go to those places. I don't go in the graveyards at night if I don't have to. And <laughs> I, I stay away from those places. If it's locked and boarded up for a reason, I stay out. But it, it was a cool little show. It was something. She goes, yeah, I watched these guys and they went to Susanville. So uh, we ended up watching that episode. I watched some of it when I was down there. But when I came home, I, Renee likes all those shows. So we sat there and watched it. And it was crazy. But yeah, check out Twin Paranormal if you guys watch all that stuff. They have a channel on YouTube. Um, yeah, uh, I got Tulsa King, but run through your stuff. Uh, next up, I got the Peacock reality show, The Traitors. Contestants in a game move in a majestic move into a majestic castle and work as a team to complete a series of dramatic and challenging missions to earn money for the prize pot. Some contestants are traitors, some are loyal. The game is run by Alan Cumming, so that's interesting. And then the contestants are all former like uh, reality TV show game players or some form of uh, reality players. The thing that drew me to this was... Um, I saw that uh, the big brother, Cody, the winner's circle, they posted that they were going to be covering it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, maybe I'll check it out because they're covering it. And then uh, turn on the first episode, and I found, I found out that the re main reason they're covering it is Cody himself, Cody Calafuri. He's, um, he's in it. Uh, also, a former... Also, Big Brother winner uh, Rachel Riley uh, is in it, so that's cool. Uh, people that are fans of Survivor, uh, Sari, she's in it. Uh, a couple of celebrity Big Brother players, Brandy Glanville and uh, Ryan Lochte, they're in it. Uh, Reza Farahan, he's from, uh, I think, Shaw's of sunset there's a girl from below deck i don't really know that show uh, and a few other people i'm not really familiar with but um yeah so far uh pretty interesting game looks like it's a 10 episode thing it looks like they're all up i watched uh, the first two here this evening just to see uh what it was all about but uh yeah good to see especially uh the big brother fan I am, uh, Rachel and Cody. So that was a nice surprise. I think I saw this was on there or it was going to be on there, but I, ha I had no idea that uh, they were going to be on this this show. <laughs> What's this called Any again? What's it called again? The Traders. And it's on Peacock. Hmm. I don't know. I might give it a watch. Yeah. Sounds it sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um what else do I have? Let me run through Tulsa King real quick. Uh sure. I thought there was I thought there was eleven episodes, but there was only nine. And uh so I guess I it it, it was on my list. I think it was number two. Um, was it number two? I think it was on my t uh, TV uh, best of twenty twenty two and uh every Every episode was awesome, but I kind of felt shortchanged on the f uh, season finale. There is going to be a season two because it seemed like too much wrapped up 
really fast. And then next thing you know, it was over. I was like, wait, what? 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 There was so much buildup to something that was going to happen. And then when it happens and then, all right, over. Wait until season two. So I was kind of, I felt gypped with that last episode. But it was still an amazing show. And I loved it. Uh, for those of you that don't know what Tulsa King is, if you didn't listen to our my initial 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 review, uh, New York Mafia ca- capo Dwight the General Manfredi is released from prison after 25 years and exiled uh, by by his boss to set up shop in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Realizing that his mob family may not have the best interest in mind, Dwight slowly builds a crew. Uh, the stars the great Sylvester Stallone, Andrew Savage, Dana Danelli, Danelli, or whatever his name, Garrett Hedlund, Dominic ooh, Lombardozzi, and Vincent Piazza, um, and a bunch of other people. This show is awesome. I loved it. Again, made my made my list for best TV, and uh, I can't wait for season two. So hopefully, uh. It'll uh, hopefully be out sometime this year. I don't know if they started filming it yet and everything, but man, this it was pretty good. If you guys got Paramount Plus and you haven't seen Tulsa King yet, um, it was awesome. I mean, it really kept my attention on what was going on. Sylvester Stallone was just amazing, and uh, I thought he hit it out of the park with this show. It was kind of something different, which you, when you're used to Sylvester, is just his action stuff. But um, and then because he did that one comic book movie, the whatever something. <laughs> I can't remember. It made my comic book list, but yeah, this this movie, this TV show was really good. Um, definitely check it out if you guys got Paramount Plus. It was it'll definitely worth your time. Check it out. And this is Tulsa King. All right. Uh, next up, I got Velma. Did you see this? The animated one. Yeah, the new take on Scooby Doo. Well, no not much. really Scooby. No interest. Um, I like it, but also I don't, uh, it's interesting to look at the reviews, which you can never count on, but, um, yeah, a lot of people are unhappy with it. I'm just going to note this one review here. I'm looking at, uh, they call it insulting to the franchise, perhaps the worst version of any Scooby made. And yes, I've seen the 13 ghosts of Scooby. The characters do not resemble the standard gang at all, save for the names. No Scooby. The group dynamic is gone. The humor is mean spirited. There is nothing of value. Um, But then you've got other people. uh, Ignore the haters. Wonderful iteration for mature audiences. Uh, Dennis is a, Fred? Yeah. So, yeah, we got uh, Mindy Kaling playing uh, Velma in the lead mm-hmm. role in this. Uh, Sam no, Richardson's you. playing Norville, basically Shaggy. Constance Wu is Daphne. Uh, there is no Scooby-Doo as of yet in, t- in two episodes. And I found myself like some of these reviewers where um, in, like very... I. <sighs> getting a little into it i was not into it all but i was like let me keep going in with this let me see what's going to happen let me see their take on this part of it is cool and what i really compare this to is this is what they did with the harley quinn animation which i actually thought worked perfectly 
for Harley Quinn. And I really like what they're doing there. It's real adult. It's real edgy. They push the envelope with everything. That's what they're doing here with Scooby. But I just feel like I, I do feel like it actually it doesn't work as well with these characters. And in a way, you kind of are betraying these characters. And like I get part of it is like jokes that people made about these characters forever about uh fred being you know this rich white guy and you know this and that Mm -hmm. and there is like a few interesting things interesting takes on it but overall like i felt like it actually didn't work that well like it kept my attention enough to, and I wanted to see what was going to happen enough that I watched the first two episodes that are up. Um, but yeah, it seems like I'm just now scrolling here through the views, the reviews. It seems like seriously, it is really a love it or hate it things. And it seems <laughs> like more people are hating it. There's lots of one out of tens, but there's actually a, a bunch of uh, 10 out of tens. Is she gay in this? Yeah, which, I mean, that's, you figured that was a given too, because that's always been talked about as the character, so uh, that's cool, and there are other things that are cool about it, but overall, like, I feel like maybe, like, actually, like, they pushed the envelope a lot, maybe they should have, like, hit the brakes just a little and pushed it just a, a touch, like they didn't have to go as extreme as they did. Like, especially Glenn, whatever. Yeah, Glenn Howerton's Fred character is like way out there. Like, actually, <laughs> I feel like Mindy Kaling's Velma. It it, it actually you know kind of works. Um, I found the Sam Richardson's Norville character. Um, maybe he's gonna like evolve into like more shagginess but he definitely wasn't giving that vibe to start with uh, so just got matthew lillard that's shaggy yeah and velma is linda cardinale and michelle geller is daphne and uh freddie prince jr uh, i didn't didn't even want to see those movies the scooby-doo ones i thought it was gonna be stupid but i was like all right let's let's just see because the kids wanted to see it um i really enjoyed this First one was my favorite. Scooby Doo Two was it was okay, but it actually to me I thought they hit it out of the park with that live action movie. I thought we would get more of those, but we never did. I want to say Matthew Lillard did voice uh, Shaggy during uh, some of the animated stuff, but I don't know. I just don't get me wrong. I love the Scooby Gang and everything, but mm, that these one off things when. The main focus is on just one character. I mean, Scooby Doo well, is no, what, what we wanted to see. No, I mean, it's, but it's not. Like, it's everybody in it, but I mean, the focus. I mean, it's, it's the title of the show, Velma. So I mean, I think they're gonna be a little bit focused more uh, a little on her, but everyone's still gonna be in it. But there's no Scooby. W- what the hell is that? As of yet, yeah. And uh-huh. there's only two episodes up, so I watched both of those, and yeah, no. No Scooby as of yet, and supposedly this is this is like an origin story how they all got together to be Mystery Inc. But didn't you watch a pup called Scooby Doo? That was the origin story. Yeah, 
It was probably better than this. Like I said, they had some good ideas here, but they're too extreme in some cases and did some things they didn't need to do. And yeah, um, I'm a little disappointed because there's some cool stuff here, but yeah, it's just missing a little something. <laughs> well, you're not selling it very good, so yeah, yeah, I'll, you know. I'll take that. Um, what is this rated? I'm trying to find. It's got to be rated R. Are they cussing and everything? They're cussing. It's bloody. It's violent. Yeah. Hmm. All right, everyone. That sold me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give this a shot now. Let's <laughs> see. Well, let me give uh, you. Yeah, let me give you one gory detail. Um, a murdered victim falls out of a locker, and the top of her head falls out, and her brain is missing. Nice. <laughs> well, all right, everyone. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a shot, and uh, I'll, I'll let you guys know what I thought about it. Uh, next okay. week there's only two episodes up there's only two episodes and it's i think it's going to be 10 i just moved out to the yeah 10 it just says it's rated uh, tvma so rated tvma lsv <laughs> she's not white no she's dark skin probably more i would say of like uh what mindy kaling is ah. Don't get me wrong. If you listen to the show, I I, I don't uh, I don't like when they do that. For those of you that are new, welcome. I don't like when they do this. When they change um, the character, uh, and this is just me because this, this that's not what I grew up with. Well, yeah, and Shaggy is Norville is black and Daphne is of Asian descent, like constant, Constance Wu. I'm, I'm going to watch the show and don't get me wrong. I'll give you guys my opinion next week, but I, I don't, I don't like it. I, I, it's just me. I mean, I, I don't, don't sell me one thing for years and years and years. And then for this new generation of Scooby fans or whoever change the, the color of their skin or whatever. But does it work? Yes, it does work, but it's just me. I mean, I I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give it a show watch. Who knows? Maybe it'll be one of my best shows of 2023. We don't know. We'll see. It may be. It may be. You may, like I said, you may love the blood and violence. Because <laughs> I'm, <looking laughs> I'm looking at pictures of Elma, and I'm like, I thought she was standing like in the, sh in the shadows. I didn't know, but... I'm like, okay, um, whoa, did this happen in the show? It's just kissing Daphne or is this just a fan art? <laughs> no, it happened. Oh, she's kissing Daphne. That's her girlfriend. Mm, no, but yeah. Oh, this no. is Shaggy, the black gentleman. Yeah. With the, with the little dreads or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> Uh, again, yeah, all right, everyone. Said, again, again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll watch it and, and I'll let you guys know. Uh, does she at least say jinkies? Not yet. Oh my god! See, <laughs> uh, again, everyone, this might be my favorite number one TV show of the year. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I right. it yet, 
But uh, I'm I'm going to watch it. I'll let you guys know seriously what I I think of these first two episodes next week. You know what? I'm going to watch it tonight, and I'm going to do a quick little thing on uh, Anchor and throw it on there. Sure. And let you guys know what I um (laughs) what I think of this show. (laughs) But yeah. Um. All right, man. Yeah. You sold it to me with the heads and brains falling out and all that. But I had I had no idea that they changed the the skin color uh, of these characters but okay it's it's 2023 why not so we'll yeah see. yeah definitely I, I honestly and i'm i'm all for that I, I actually do like that part it's just the rest of it like i said there's parts of it that if they di- actually didn't need to go so extreme in certain cases m- m- the main offense to me is like they've put they pushed fred way too far in my opinion, like it's, it's just, it's too much to, you're telling me this is like an origin story for the group. Like they pushed him way too far. Like, I don't know. You'll see, you'll see. But speaking of HBO, did you get a chance to see uh, the show? I was really looking forward to the last of us. I watched the beginning. Um, when, uh, that one kid from big bang theory, he was a kid we saw in the parking lot at Comic Con that last time we went. I and he does the voice of Niku in Star Wars Resistance, and he's my favorite character on Silicon Valley. Um, I was very excited to see him because <laughs> when we walked through, I was I didn't know his name. I said, "Hey, look, that's a somebody." But then we just kept on walking. Um, yeah, and then you showed me the picture later. And I was like, oh, "That dude, he's Niku on yeah. uh, Resistance." I just remember from Big Bang Theory. Um, <laughs> he worked in the comic book store, uh, Stewart's comic book store. But anyway, uh, I liked the beginning because there were obviously this is after all the craziness that happened in the world here when they're talking about diseases and everything and just things that can just go wild and, and crazy. I mean, we've saw that in movies, I mean, pretty much my whole life on these, these viral outbreaks and everything. And then it, it yeah. happened. And it's still going on. I, mean, I don't give a fuck what some of you people think. Maybe not you and any of you listeners, but I'm sure you know some people out there that still think this shit is fake. Man, millions and millions of people died from something that was fake. So you guys give me an answer on what happened there. So, right. But uh, I, I liked I liked the beginning on what happened. I didn't I didn't get to to where it actually um, broke out yet. Um, Mando and I guess as his daughter and I don't know who his brother yeah, or somebody were sorry. talking. But um, I liked what those guys were saying in the beginning because yeah. it was it was truth. It was truthful. And it not to this extent to where it, it just wiped out the world or whatever that's going on in this because I don't know. I didn't play the game. But I liked what they were saying. And they were hitting a lot of key points on what happened with us here in the real right. world. And then I'm like and, – and it just amazes me that idiots don't think – stuff like this can happen and i'm just like you guys are fucking it's science you dumb fucks listen yeah that's why oh (laughs) man i i don't i don't get it and and it's all these fucking maga idiots too i mean but anyway but the the beginning man i thought it really hit it out of the park and i was only in the maybe first five ten minutes of the film or the the show um how many episodes this because i thought it was gonna be like an hour show it was like an hour and a half yeah, so nine episodes, and amazingly, it looks like they're going to cover the events of the first game in this first season. Um, 
with plans for another season and covering the second game. But as of now, at least, uh, as of right now, it seems like uh, critically huge. Fans are loving it. The response is great. So they could change their plans to continue the story. But as of right now, they only have plans to do to cover the material that's been covered in the game. So I'm a huge fan of the game series. I've been there since the beginning. Uh, I did get the pre-order in it before it even came out because uh, this was Naughty Dog. This is the company that did Uncharted. I was a huge fan of Uncharted and uh, Last of Us was next for them. So I had the collector's edition of that first game. It came with the uh, big old book, like an art of Last of Us book. Um, so yeah, I've been all in and this is like one of the rare like story games I've played through multiple times. It is such a good story, such an experience. And I feel like they really, they did nail, um, how emotionally affecting the beginning of that game is, uh, with, with what they were able to show in this first episode. What was interesting is to see moments that play out in the game but moments that are different from the game because there's definitely some of that uh which is interesting um obviously in the game too they didn't have that opening scene uh i like you were saying though i did love that opening scene and after watching it i was immediately like oh my god the last of us could happen for real you've convinced me <laughs> The whole the temperature rising thing, if that happens, and the whole fungal takeover, I was like, oh, man, <laughs> this could happen. <laughs> I mean, it could. I mean, what we went through, I mean, that was that could just be the start of it. Right. I mean, we don't we don't know. Yeah. And as as far as it being something man made. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't well, believe I mean, either I don't, way. For me, for us, I don't believe that was something. Oh, it was. It was in the food that they eat. Bullshit. They've been eating like this for fucking millions, millions of years. I know. I don't. I don't buy that shit at all. <laughs> so, but um, I don't know, man. If if it happens and it wipes out the world, then it, then it wipes out the world. That's how we're gonna meet our demise. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see, but I mean, I again, I don't know much about this this storyline or the game. So good, so good. So yeah, I mean, if this is the way you're experiencing it, um, I'm just glad you are because it's it is one of the great video game stories ever told. I put it up there with uh, Metal Gear Solid and all my other favorite Uncharted's things like that. Um, Heavy Rain. Games like that. Uh, Last of Us definitely reigns up there. Last of Us 2. Uh, here in the show, you got Pedro Pascal playing Joel Miller. Bella Ramsey uh, playing Ellie Williams. So what's interesting is they both came from the HBO show Game of Thrones. They both played cool characters there. Uh, Gabriel Luna plays Tommy. Tommy Miller. Uh, this is really interesting. Um Merle Dandridge, she plays Marlene. She also played the voice of Marlene in the game. So it's really cool. That's one uh, thing they have coming over. Uh, Anna Torv from Fringe. Uh, she plays Tess. Uh, Nick Offerman plays Bill. 
Nico Parker plays uh, Sarah. Um, Murray Bartlett plays Frank. Yeah. Anyways, nine episodes. Like that. That first episode was like near near an hour and a half. Uh, looks like looks like it's gonna range um, for a while. It looks like the second episode's fifty five minutes, but then the third episode's an hour and twenty. So cool. <laughs> I was wondering because drop uh, it all at once. I hate this week to week stuff. I'm probably just going to wait until it's done. (laughs) I don't want to sit through, watch it one week and then got to wait again. I'm good. Oh, what about Mando? You do Mando week to week. I have to. I've been a Star Wars fan more than this video game. I have to. (laughs) You'll you'll really like this, though, especially when you saw in the, the, the commercial, the clickers. When it's over, when it's over. Let me know when it's over, then I'll sit and watch it. I <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about to start that, that prequel. Oh, the, oh to, uh, to Yellowstone. Tell you about it. You loved uh, Chernobyl. The guy that made Chernobyl is involved with uh, this, the making of this. Ah, but I knew the outcome to that episode. That was well. Uh, we know the outcome to this too. If you played the game, I don't. I never played the game. <laughs> I'm just gonna wait until it's done. Uh, I'm starting that um, prequel to Lone, uh, Yellowstone. 1845. Yeah, that one. Everyone's telling me to watch that Whatever one. Whatever the year is. Yeah. And I probably got it wrong. <laughs> they t- the people are telling me to watch that one. So um, I think that's going to be the next series that I start. But And then I'm going to do yeah. that other one with Dr. Jones and um, what's her nuts? Helen Mirren. Uh, shout out to Short Round. For uh, winning a Golden Globe, yay! Um, I can't even pronounce his name, <laughs> but he's no short time round. For love, Doctor yeah. Jones. Yeah, he, he's he's data. Um, data, with his, sli- data, with, his sli- data. with his slick shoes. Um, but I I did love that beginning of his speech, and it was like my I grew up as don't ever forget where you came from, and he wanted to thank the guy that gave him his shot, and he said, I don't, and he goes, I'm happy he's here, Steven Spielberg. Oh man, that got me. I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I mean, that movie. If you guys haven't seen that, everything, everywhere, all at once, it's awesome. I bought didn't it. Make, it didn't make my list, but it was hella good. Uh, definitely because too many other things were bumping it out of the way, but it was on my list at one point. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out if you guys haven't seen that yet. Well, but uh, Last of Us. Lists, hold on, Last of Us. To... Eric, Eric played. He beat the game because he was in yeah. there watching. He was in okay. there watching it, and uh, I, I just said, I'll get to it when I get to it. Oh, um, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's not, it's nothing to me because I didn't play the game. You guys did. That's why you guys are into it more. Yeah, I, it's uh, just to me. It's a great it, tale. It's, it's just another show. That yeah. it, uh, one of the uh, great video game stories ever. I don't know about that, but it's just something that's going to be on the bottom of the list. I still got, I still got a bunch of other things. I still need to finish Moon Knight. I didn't even finish that. (laughs) So I got, Uh, I got, I got tons of stuff to watch. But uh, I am going to start that uh, eighteen whatever for Secret Invasion. Before you know it, who knows? (laughs) They still doesn't have a date, but it's going to be the first MCU show of the year. Whenever that is, I'll watch that. Because if, yeah. if, if Moon Knight's got nothing to do with anything, then I'm I'll get to it when I get to it. But Moon Knight does uh, not have 
Moon Knight has zero connections. Yeah, so it's like MCU man. without the MCU connection. So if I never <laughs> see it, I mean, and I don't know. Speaking of MCU, and I did mention this before. Come on, bring in the GoBots if you're gonna. They're in the uh, MCU, so bring them in. Let me see what they, what those guys are gonna do. But I had no idea it was a Marvel property. But all right. Um, but Last of Us. I mean, I'll check it out. I like everybody who was in it. Again, I only watched the beginning, and I did like what they were saying. So big time for Pedro too. He had uh, Last of Us premiere yesterday, and then the new uh, Mando trailer today. The interesting thing, I was on the phone with Jade, so I figured this out. Um, when Mando premieres and on March 1st, there will still be like two, three episodes left of Last of Us. So <laughs> yeah, two he's going to have on, on a week, he's going to have Mando Wednesdays and, and uh, Last of Us Sundays. <laughs> I want them to make a movie or a little one-off movie for Mando. Yeah, I can I want, see it. I, I want them it. to do that and put it in the theater. You can put it on Disney Plus later, but I, right. I want to see that uh, in the, on the big screen. Even if they put this first, if I mean this is just me talking out my ass, but if they put this first Mandalorian episode on the big screen just for, for us big for us fans, hell yeah, I would go see it on the big screen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm yeah. also surprised. Um, that for the Disney Plus shows, they haven't done any on uh, Blu-ray. I know streaming is the thing, and they want you to be on Disney Plus, and it should obviously never leave there. But um, just thinking of like House of the Dragon on HBO, they put that on uh, Blu-ray and whatnot. That comes out. And when Last of Us comes out, I'm definitely picking that up. Um this is basically locked in in my end of year list, whether it be top five, top 10, whatever it may be. I know the story, so they'd have to get it really wrong and make some big mistakes for it to not make my list. <laughs> well, we still got eight episodes. Who knows? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it yeah. might, fall, might fall apart. I don't know. It could. It I really mean, could. It, 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 okay, here's <laughs> something. Let's just say it fell apart for you. But right. when I ended up watching it, going, oh man, it was hell good because so I because I know nothing <laughs> of it. Right. So whatever happens in this show is yeah. is all new to me. So I'm right. I'm in it because my buddy was like, oh man, you never played the game. I said I, I started it, but I just never went back hell to it, and I had no interest in it. Uh, again, if you're not killing zombies or skateboarding, I uh, I'm good. Uh, I don't I don't play it. But you are killing zombies. I don't have time. I'm not like uh, like in some of these <laughs> other games that you're running around just constantly shooting things. <laughs> so, but there's too much of a story. I, the thing that takes me out of them, out of these type of games, I mean, it was like this with Resident Evil, are the little movie breaks in between. Like you're getting all excited, and then it kind of pauses, and then it goes into a little scene, and then you get back into the game. I will then, say more than most. This obviously, and you know this. It's quite an emotional tale. <laughs> yeah, I mean, from what Eric was telling me, what you've told me about it, I mean, again, I've only played maybe an hour's worth of it, and then I was like, ah, I'm good. So, but I, I never, I never, I never went back to it. I kind of don't really have time for video games. I mean, I play them if I'm around them, but I don't, I don't, I don't set video game time around. Except for when Tony Hawk came out, I sat there and I played that for hours and hours because I loved it. 
But right. uh, I'm gonna watch the show. Don't don't get me wrong. Who knows? Maybe it may make my list. But I'm gonna yeah. wait until I'm gonna wait until it's over with, and then I'm gonna sit down and and watch it. Because if anything's spoiled to me, I mean, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. I mean, I I know nothing of this story. I don't know any of the outcome of the video game. So I'm just going to take it for what it is. But I do yeah. like, um, I like uh, Pedro Pascal. He's an awesome actor. So it'll be yeah. weird seeing him uh, in the show because he's not wearing a helmet, but right. It's cool. And he's, uh, he's a uh, Texan. Got a little bit of that, that accent. That's what I with. thought. I wasn't really sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep, just like the game. The game. He's they refer to him a few times as Texas or Tex. <laughs> All right, well, I'll check it out once it's done. All be right. Few, it'll be a few months, but All right. I think that covers everything. Last of Us, Run for the Money, Velma, Tulsa King, Traders, and the Hatchet Wielding Hitchhiker. Any other uh, TV we didn't get to that we didn't list that you remember? Um. No, I. Yeah. Didn't I didn't get I didn't make it out to see Megan yet, everyone. I'm hopefully I'm gonna go um this week and uh, I'll let you guys know what I think about it um next week. Uh, but I'm hearing good things. Who knows? Maybe it'll make my list of uh, good movies. Uh, it'll be the first one. Uh, probably be the first movie that I see in a theater of to 2023 because uh, last year was Scream. Uh, it didn't make my list. It made my horror list. But it didn't make. It was on my regular top ten list, but then it got booted down and out. But um, I don't want. I, I don't want to pussyfoot around and wait anymore, dude. Let's get in. Let's get into Star Wars moment. Um, sure. This will. This will be the only thing. Unless you got anything. You got anything else, Star Wars wise, other than this? Um, no. I, I mean, I covered my Galaxy's Edge stuff before. No, I mean so. like anything new coming. No, that's other just, than this. All yeah. right. Mandalorian, uh, do you have, get it queued up because I want to kind of run a run through this. Yeah, get it queued up on whatever TV. Or- yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I got but it. The, Ma- the Mandalorian season three. Um, I guess it's a trailer. It's a, a minute and forty two seconds long, and it says the journeys of the Mandalorian through the Star Wars galaxy continue in a lone bounty hunter Din Djarin has returned with Grogu. Meanwhile, the New Republic struggles to lead the galaxy away from the dark history. The Mandalorian will cross paths with old allies and make new enemies as he, hold on, and Grogu continue to continue their journey together. The series stars, uh, okay, Katsakoff, she's in it back fresh. Uh, hope Sasha Banks is in it. Well, she's not Sasha Banks anymore. She's, um, Ah, the hell's her name now? She's over in New Japan. Um, damn it, Mercedes something, right? Banksy. No. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll find it later. I don't remember. But she was Sasha Banks, Mercedes, whatever uh, her real name is. But all right, ready? One, two, play. Go. Okay, we got a quick shot of um. Some people walking along a ridge. Mandos. Uh, is that who they are? I, I don't know. And then, oh, it is. Okay. More. Oh, now, who are these guys? Are these the ones that were all in hiding? Or the ones yeah. that all took off? I'm pretty remember? sure. Right. Remember, all of them like yep. jetted. And some of them uh, quit because they uh, left their gear with um, yeah, the armor. Yeah, so overt or whatever. 
from the first season, the covert. I like how they look. I mean, they're all different colors, kind of like um, the Boba Fett figure, <laughs> the one that's uh, multiple oh, colors. Right. I kind of get that uh, vibe. We got white helmets, we got orange helmets, and then Mando and his gear, Lucasfilm. What is this? Uh, his spaceship? Because he the Razor Crest is gone. Right. This is this was uh, a N one Naboo. Starcraft that uh, he picked up in uh, Book of Fett. And yeah. it's interesting. I sent you that thing. Uh, people who didn't watch Book of Boba Fett watching uh, Mandalorian Season 3 and the, the Poe Dameron Oscar Isaac line from Rise of Skywalker, somehow Palpatine has returned. Somehow Grogu has returned. Um, I'm pretty sure, though, for the most part, it's probably not many people. If you watch Mandalorian, there's probably a good chance you watched Book of Fett. <laughs> Did because he that emotional. Oh, I'm about to cry now. That emotional season finale when Luke showed up and and took Grogu. I thought that was it. Like right. he was, he, Grogu was gonna go off and, and become a Jedi. Well, obviously he didn't because we didn't. Never see him again. <laughs> He's too important to the show. We knew that then that it couldn't continue without him. There is no show without him. Really. I, I I think they could have. I mean, they could have. He, he could have gotten more uh, misadventures and everything, and more action and and everything, and then eventually brought him back in. But it seems like he was only gone for however long the break was, and then he was right back. Yep. I right. mean, I don't get me wrong, man. I I fell in love with him when we first saw him. Um. So, but. Now that he's just just these two, I mean, they're 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 little, they're basically father and son or whatever. So they're they're gonna oh, yeah. get in their their adventures uh, in the galaxy far, far away. So, so I I don't know if he this is this is just um, uh, Mando talking. He's talking to Grogu. I love how he's just sitting in the back. Of the ship chilling as they're going through uh, hyperspace, yeah, and kind of just teaching him on what he needs to do. Now, what planet is this? Do you know? No, I don't. Um, definitely nothing stands out right away. But uh, what does stand out is the uh, Kowakian monkey lizard. The species of uh, Silicious Crumb from Jabba's Palace. Uh, love I like seeing them. <laughs> I like that too, and it's not CGI. Yes, it's a it's a puppet. <laughs> so I mean, I love what they do. I mean, don't get me wrong, I did love the prequels, but that was just a big CGI nightmare. <laughs> but <laughs> I love when they do this, and of course, um, here comes Apollo Creed, Grief Karga. Um, and who was in the background? Looked like he had a protocol droid. You can't really make out uh, the head and some other characters in the background. And Grogu's in his little uh, little pod, floaty pod thing. What is that called? Do you know? Um, they call it a pram. P-R-A-M in the show, in the verse. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a protocol droid it almost looks like that of uh 3po obviously not but 
Then we see uh, Mando and Grogu flying through a rainstorm. I was thinking, oh man, go to Dagobah. <laughs> just go there for the, <laughs> just go there for the hell of it. I don't, I don't know why, but I, I just, that's just me. Uh, then we yeah. see the armorer. Armorer, yeah. She pops back up, telling her he's going to Mandalore. And then they show a top-down shot on the destruction of Mandalore, all the busted-up landscape. Oh, and then what's really interesting here, um, R5, the droid that um, busted in the original Star Wars, New Hope to some, (laughs) Um, the one that um, got the bad motivator, it looks like for some reason Mando needs needs him to navigate or something like that and gets him from Peli Motto. So that's why Grogu has to ride up in the front now, like he used to ride in that little droid dome. But yeah, now it looks like uh, R5 is going to join him. Well, that's cool. I mean, I love when... Uh... She always pops in on the show. Yep, for, love Pelly. For you strangers with candies uh, fan, if you guys haven't seen that, watch that show. That's my favorite show she's in. And uh, yeah. keep the kids away. She's a little raunchy in it. But um, I, I <laughs> the love the pit droid. The, yeah, the pit droid. Awesome to see those. I love those <laughs> since episode one. But um, it's cool when she pops in. I'm glad that she's a part of, uh, of this universe now. And I'm glad that he goes back and forth to her uh, yeah. throughout the season. So that's really cool. Then a Coruscant shot. Is that where they flew with all the fireworks? Uh, no, that's right after that. There's oh, okay. a Coruscant shot. And I think it's um, the doctor from the first uh, season, I think. Is that the guy yeah. in the little pod or whatever that is? Yeah, the, the ride on Coruscant. That's the doctor from the first season that when the client has Grogu and then um, did they, did they take, comes in did, to take him. Did they take blood from him? I don't remember. They did. So they could clone him because clones are in this in this world everyone. Right. Who is oh, this Asian? Who is this Asian gentleman? He's um, he's from the show with uh, Simu Lu, Shang Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi. Um, Who was he in this? <laughs> well, he was the X-Wing pilot that... Um, oh, that's right. Was this, was this one of the directors? Yeah. Okay. And he, yeah, he was one of the X-Wing pilots, like the New Republic Marshals. All right. Yeah, so he's showing back up. And then there's he said said something right here. There's something dangerous happening out there, and by the time it becomes big enough for you to act, it'll be too late. All right. There's like an icy helmet. That's what I was gonna say. Is this? Well, it's probably during he's he's on Mandalore digging through all the rubble. Oh right. Because it looks like it's they look yeah it looks icy, but I think it was all burned up. After the, uh, the the purge of Mandalore. Yeah. And then we get the GB Jedi. It, it looks like a, a flashback because you can yeah, see the, gotta be. 
the surrounding looks kind of blurry, yep. like when he when he was having flashbacks. Oh man, I can't wait to see that. So <sighs> cool. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you who these Jedi is. It looks like there's two green sabers and not sure if those Double are blue, blue or purple. Yeah. Um, we see some. Uh, what uh, class of X wings are these? Because they're chasing Let's Mando. See. They're the the ones with them. They look like the Darth Vader. Oh, uh, wings, yeah. but they're like pointy. Right. I don't know, but they're right. No, that's not. Is that Mando they're chasing? That doesn't look like his little uh, yeah. Naboo thing. It looks like something else. But something whoever else. they are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that is. They, it's a different ship. Or who knows? Maybe it is. Maybe Mando jumped in something else. We don't know yet. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Definitely could be just jumped in something else. Is, is that this, is uh, him. What droid is this? Something new? Yeah, something new. But if you, the very next shot, there's so many droids in the shot. If you pause it, there's three battle droids, which those are cool to see. Uh, a couple units. of astromechs, yep. And then a couple of protocol droids. And then, yeah, the one at the bar that you initially saw, that looks like... Um, that EV-99, the uh, the droid that uh, spoke was the translator for the FET in Book of Boba Fett. He looks There's cool. one way in the back. He looks like that one white yeah. one that's, like a, that's in every... <laughs> he was yeah. in uh, the Jawa, the Sandcrawler. Yep. He was in um, Watto's little junkyard thing. Right. It looks like him. I don't know. We couldn't be wrong. Oh, this next shot, man. It just, it just gave me chills. We see all these other Mandalorians, oh, and they're like drop doing a, a drop out, and they kick yeah. in with their backpacks, uh, the jetpacks. We see uh, another uh, heavy machine gunner. They're all just—I don't know what this. This is either something new that's going to happen, or maybe it's a uh, a flashback to Mandalore because we see this heavy machine gunner, and then you look over, and I think yeah, it's, that's the um, Paz Vizsla. That's John Favreau's character. It's okay, so then it's something new. But you see in, in this little round stone thing, it looks like a bunch of stormtrooper helmets that they threw in like in a fire pit. Right. That's what it looks like. I, I'm just I'm pausing and, and just glancing at it because they show really fast. We do, some, then, we, do, we do see some other Mandalorian dead ones laying, in, laying on the ground. And then Babu Frick and friend. <laughs> Is it? You know, this is before. This is before uh, Rise of Skywalker too. Is this Babu Frick, or is this just that same? It is species. It is. Oh, awesome! I thought it was a her. Is it him or her? I don't know, but yeah, well, whoever one of them it is, Babu Frick, and another one's a friend. <laughs> <laughs> awesome to see them. And the yeah, and yeah. what is this? what is this thing? It's uh, Grogu's gliding along and something. It looks like a um. It's a it's a pram. Um. Uh, those things in Time Machine. The blue guys. It looks like one of those. But right, and then yeah, like the creature comes down, and the thing that I got, I got on the phone with Jade right after it dropped the first thing she pointed out to me that she thought was like the big key of this ending. And like, 
honestly, I didn't even think this, so I thought it was actually pretty interesting on Jade's part to think this. She thought the fact like that he that Grugu like force blasted him and he looks like he's good to go. She says like every time he's done something big like that in the past, he like falls down asleep. So it was like meant to show like he's like coming into his own, like we can do that force blast and not have to sleep right away. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe he falls asleep right after. Right after. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know what that thing was holding because when he comes flying out out of the cave, he drops it. It looks green. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a stick or something, but I don't think it's a blaster or anything. But yeah, Grogu comes sliding out with his hands up and his eyes squinted. And Star Wars, The Mandalorian, season three, March 1st. Woo. So March first cannot get here fast Can't enough. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. this got this got me hyped. I was like, oh yeah. man, I can't wait uh, for it to come out. I mean, out of everything new, Star Wars wise, the Han Solo movie it was what it was. Rogue One, amazing, and then the the other ones. But as far as the TV stuff, Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, Obi Wan. <sighs> I love Obi-Wan. I hope we get more. Uh, I know we're getting more Book of Boba Fett, but that one really was kind of eh. It was up and down for me. But Mandalorian, since the beginning, first two seasons, amazing, amazing show. So I uh, I know I have faith in um, John Favreau and the crew and uh, Dave Filoni and everything to just hit it out of the park again with this third season because I... Uh, what I really, really love about it, it was a character that was new to us that we had no, didn't know anything about, much less Grogu. But it's cool that what they bring to us, all the new stuff, all the new uh, characters they bring in. And when they go to Tatooine and places that we've seen already within the Star Wars universe, it's just amazing. And I, I, I said this when we first came on, and I said it earlier, I praise the practical effects. Yes, and I, I love what they do. Yes. I like how they're shooting it in that round room and everything. If you guys right. watch all the the extras and everything on how they make these shows, but it's amazing. The there, is, <laughs> there is a lot of practical sets that they make somewhere wherever they're filming this, and they are out in the opens in the desert and the jungles and all that. But it's this show is so so amazing. I, I can't wait yeah. uh, for it to come out. So but. yeah, and for me. Um, I love, love Andor. I watched it again while Jade was here and loved it just as much. But my one issue that whole time with that show was there wasn't enough alien element in the galaxy in that show. Like it should be like that is the galaxy. And it looks like we're getting that definitely here. Like that's getting taken care of here. Like we're getting the alien galaxy uh, here and i love that <laughs> yep so march 1st everyone yeah uh, the midnight for me i don't know about the zisu but when this oh, drops yeah. i'm hoping yeah. there's a nine o'clock <laughs> maybe come That's out uh, come out, come out nine, nine o'clock for us on the west and midnight for everyone on the east but right. either way uh we, we we will be there to watch it and we will come yep. and uh run through it Will we do it weekly? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what how it goes. But man, it was yeah. first we did two it for seasons. Season one, right? Yeah, season two. We just we just fell off. <laughs> but, um, I can't wait. It's gonna be awesome uh, to see uh, the further adventures of Mando and and Grogu. 
uh, and everything else. So, but as far as Star Wars, that's that was this was the biggest thing that happened tonight. So of right. course we we're gonna we had to run through it. But um, sports uh, Seahawks are out, so I don't care. Uh, Car is done. Um, <laughs> did the Cowboys win? They did. They pretty much dominated. They missed four extra point field goals, which was an odd like story of the game, but Buccaneers did nothing. So it's going to be Cowboys, Niners. Go Cowboys. The Niners <laughs> slapped us up uh, in Santa Clara. So, but yeah, so my team's out finally. But uh, they get the right. pick in the draft through my Broncos. So. <laughs> Got jeez. Got to write their names uh, down in the death note, right next to the the Broncos and the Raiders. <laughs> so, uh, also all, both of our teams deleted. So, yeah. uh, deletion for both of us the for this yeah. season. So, but um, uh, of course, when the Super Bowl comes, I, I'm I'm gonna pick whoever one one or one of the teams. I mean, I I just love football, so I'll pick whoever, but. Um, I just don't want the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl. Bang, bang, uh, Niner gang. Because the last time they went, they just gave it up. <laughs> Same thing with the Raiders when I was a Raider fan. they We got to the Super Bowl and didn't want it, just gave it up. But I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But um, NBA going? Yeah, it is uh, going strong. Warriors, though, this is this. You can tell this is a um, experienced team, a team that's been through it, and um, they it, they couldn't be more up and down. They're at 500 with the wins and losses. Uh, best home record in the league, worst road record in the league. Um, it's it's interesting. Obviously, they are since they are they've won all these championships. They really do just want to get to the playoffs, but. It's just interesting up and down from game to day. They want they lost yesterday, they won today. That's that's how the season's been going. So um yeah, it was actually early game today because uh MLK day today, uh game was at noon today, so real early. Uh you it's usually uh seven thirty if they're at home, uh or you know Five o'clock if they're on the road, <laughs> or thirty sometimes. <laughs> uh, there was a a lot of uh, Dub Nation presence at the um, Albuquerque Comic Con. Hey, so I saw, I saw a lot of Warriors jerseys and T-shirts. Uh, does New Mexico have a basketball team? I, I don't know. Not a professional one. They obviously they've got their. They're college basketball, and they might have a G League team, but I'm not aware who who that is. Like, yeah, but well, yeah, well, the Dub Nation. Well, I guess is one of those states where you, if you love football, you're just gonna pick a team. So, yep. but um, the Dub Nation had a big fan support there because I was like, where the hell am I? What's up with all these? Uh, Blue and gold jerseys that I'm seeing everywhere. Yeah. But, um, What's crazy is um, the hey, fact that we are witnessing what we are witnessing. Like, it's 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 crazy to say that, like, 
Steph Curry, one of the greatest players of all time. He is the greatest shooter of all time, and he is the three-point champion. He, every three he makes further sets the record away from what it was. Uh, it was Reggie Miller, who was then passed by Ray Allen, who is now passed by uh, you know Steph Curry, and he's just setting the number high. And the way they shoot threes now, maybe someday somebody will pass him, but it's crazy. Like, you know, living legend. <laughs> but yeah, um, what else is going on in sports world? You know, I keep up with the NBA just as a whole and uh, league pass, and I was hoping to do this whole thing with league pass where um, I told the story about I did the running in the, the Nike run club app to get three months free of uh, NBA league pass. And I really enjoyed it. Um, it is coming to an end here uh, at the end of the month. I think like February 11th is when it runs out. I think that's what I saw. Um, I was hoping to line myself up because supposedly Yahoo Fantasy just decided to give away three months too. They said I needed to redeem it by January 16th. So I went on there uh, the other day before you know time expired to try to redeem it. And it just wouldn't go through. It, it, I don't know if I waited too long or the code expired or what, but it just wasn't working. So um, now I'm hoping people start to offer it up again, whether it be Yahoo or Run Club or something. I know Top Shot, last time they, they if you had a certain amount of cards, you could get a league pass thing. So uh, in the end, though, that would have been almost near what the price is. So uh, I'm hoping somehow, some way they offer me up uh, league pass because I, I have enjoyed watching it like i mentioned before you can watch everything but the warriors but it's still been cool to uh, check out the rest of the league and i'm a basketball fan so uh great to see uh the basketball and whatnot and i've been doing my all-star voting voting for the warriors pretty sure only steph's gonna get in this year i'd love to see him as one of the team captains but uh as far as the first two returns go it looks like it's gonna be uh, LeBron and Durant yet again to pick the teams. Uh, I'd love to get uh, Steph in there as captain, but uh, we'll see. I think we're I think we're coming down to the end of it. I, this was one of the last uh, three for one days to vote. Um, I think Friday I think is is one because it's that's probably the last day I, I'm guessing of. Uh, of all-star voting and then it goes to uh, players coaches and media get a percentage of the vote too so any like silly votes by uh, the fans like a couple of years ago when the Warriors fans uh, had Zaza Pachulia up there in the in the the ratings like um Usually the coaches and the players and the media, they can even it out. So uh, something crazy like that doesn't happen. That being said, though, uh, 
the fan vote did do enough to get Andrew Wiggins in there last last year for for Dub Nation. I know a lot of uh, just in general basketball fans, not Warriors fans, but in general basketball fans thought that was kind of crazy that he made it in there. But hey, Dub Nation. So yeah, uh, still about a month away from the All Star Game itself. It's in Utah this year. Uh, by doing all this voting, I'm doing. I guess there's a chance I could win tickets. So you guys fly to uh, Salt Lake, right? Southwest. <laughs> sorry. Yes, we do. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, if I was to win tickets, uh, we could go. <laughs> yeah, let's I go. voted enough, almost nearly daily. So it's an entry, a chance to to win a trip there, um, or tickets to the game, or whatever. So. <laughs> oh, sorry, everyone. I had to step away. I was having a coughing fit. <laughs> oh no. Oh, good. Oh. Take care of yourself, boys and girls. <coughs> right? Yeah, for real. Oh, man. Um, uh, hold on. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess uh, I can uh, get into uh, my collecting section. Um, new year, uh, new collectibles. Uh, haven't mentioned anything since the new year started so i can mention that um first day of the year um the ant-man and the wasp quantum mania pops came out uh i didn't get them that day but i did get um spider-man in his end of of movie suit for uh no way home picked that up and uh dr strange he's got the cool spell going around him got that uh and then yeah a day later i did get ant-man and the wasp no wasp chase uh locally here that's okay um still cool um waiting for uh modok and kang uh really excited for those two um uh, need them obviously before the the film hits to do my countdown like I like to do. And then in the lead up to my Disney trip, a couple of Disney 100 pops came out. Uh, the Hot Topic exclusive of Mickey, where he's half black and white, half in color. Uh, I didn't know what I thought about that one at first, but when I saw it in person, it's really cool looking. Reminds me of Compound Hulk. So I've been calling him Compound Mickey. <laughs> and then also uh, black and white Walt Disney himself holding a picture of Steamboat Willie. I uh, had a couple things come in the mail, Amazon exclusives, the She-Hulk glow-in-the-dark version. Uh, looking forward to checking out the glow on that one, doing a photo op. And then from this new uh, Avengers Beyond Earth Mightiest Collection ones, these uh, Avengers pops where they look like they have that art effect, that comic book effect on them. It also comes with a pin of Iron Man, um, that one came in actually just today, so had to shoot a little op of that. And then also from the local Hot Topic, finally was able to uh, gift uh, Rachel her gift, both for me and from you for the holidays. So shout out Rachel, but also I picked up. Uh, from the new Wakanda Forever Wave, Ironheart Mark II, and uh, 
Shuri. Uh, she's in her like white robes and she's given the uh, Wakanda forever uh, salute. Kind of cross chest hands. So it's pretty cool. And then lastly, uh, my finds from uh, Galaxy's Edge. Uh, I took a picture and shared it tonight in honor of the Mandalorian Season 3 trailer. But I got this cool uh, kind of wooden statue, almost marionette looking without the strings. Uh, Mandalorian and Grogu, it's all wood except for uh, the cloth cape of Mando. Uh, that's pretty cool. I picked that up and then Doc Ondar, the Ithorian who, uh, has the antiquity shop at, uh, Galaxy's Edge. I got a little stuffy of him. So picked that up, picked up a Mando shirt. It's pretty cool. It has, uh, like concept art of Mando on it, like panels and the way it's on it is like a really cool effect. So, uh, those are my my uh my pickups there oh yeah and i did i did get one um marvel guardians thing as you know i'm a big rocket fan and uh i don't know there's a chance i might have been able to get this anywhere but either way i hadn't seen it before and i thought it was really cool and it was pretty decently priced but it was this wonderground gallery and it's kind of this uh almost kind of statuesque thing of uh, rocket and he's got the headphones on and he's got the tape player in his hand and uh, baby Groot is sitting there with him, dancing with him. So yeah, pretty decent price. And uh, they had the cool thing too, since I was staying at the Disneyland hotel where I picked it out and it's a pretty decent sized box and instead of having to, sit around and walk around with it. They sent it back to the hotel for me to be able to pick up there. So glad I remembered it. And uh, yeah, those are uh, my January pickups this year. Mm -hmm. Off to a good start of the collecting year. <laughs> <clears throat> I didn't get anything much in uh, Albuquerque. I, I Well, other than that, that vinyl record I picked up. But um. This was some stuff that I got last year, towards the end of last year, and I just kind of totally forgot about them. Uh, this is uh, from the Toon to the Toonie Terrors uh, line. This is uh, from Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, the three little uh, trick-or-treaters. Uh, they also made their appearance in uh, Halloween, Halloween and Halloween Kills. Uh, they popped up in there. But if you haven't seen Season of, Season of the Witch, uh, it's an amazing film. I love the artwork. On this, on the very back, is uh, that one kid that, that had the pumpkin mask on and died when all the bugs came out of his head. Did you see this film, Halloween 3? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have to make you watch it because I love this movie. Um, but it's cool. I'm glad I got it. I went into Target, and there they were. So I was like, oh, hell. Hell yeah. So I got, I'm glad I grabbed it. Um, the other one I got, also Teeny Terrors. This is... Um, from the American Werewolf in London, uh, Jack, Zombie Jack. If you guys have seen the film, how he looked um, with his face all uh, just rotten. And uh, the actual um, wolf, uh, the werewolf. Uh, I love this, this scope, uh, the sculpt. I want to get another one so I can uh, take it out. 
of the box, but it's really cool. Awesome artwork on the back. Um, for those of you that seen the film, it's got those balloons that that uh, he stole from uh, from a little kid when uh, when he was running around naked in the park. They got that little um, that star, the five pointed star on the wall behind around the candles. Um, that's pretty much it. That's on the back, but. Uh, I love these Toonie Terrors, and uh, when they started doing the double packs, I think the first double pack was the the, the Grady Twins, but these, this one's really cool. Uh, this one came in a big box, um, much like the um, the Jaws one with uh, Bruce the Shark and uh, Quint. That that was a big boxed one, and this Halloween 3 one, uh, it's, the box is big, but not as big as uh, the American Wolf in London one, so I'm glad... Uh, that I got found that found these I knew I'd seen them before like uh, online and everything But I didn't want to pay the prices. I can't remember how much I paid for these whatever the target price was But I did see these at the con when I was down there and the they were going for a pretty penny. I'm like I mean you got to make your money of course, but don't Double what you spent on it when you can still go get them at Target. I mean these aren't like they weren't a limited run, and there's no more. I mean, they they, they still make them, so I don't understand why uh, collectors um, yeah. double and sometimes triple the price when you can go to right. Target and find it. But that's me, everyone. I, I don't I don't like seeing that. But then again, if if you got to make your money, you make your money. But um, I still got that box over there, the stuff you gave me. But I'll, I'll have to run through that uh, next time because we're sure. We're going kind of long this episode, but yeah, those two definitely I wanted to talk about because I didn't I didn't get a chance to to mention them last year. Um, but yeah, if you have the the Toonie Tears line, uh, there's more stuff coming, and they they keep uh, making more announcements. I can't wait for that. I believe there's a new uh, Jason Neca Jason figure coming. I can't wait. I believe it's um from uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. Uh, I, that was just rumors that I'm hearing. I haven't seen any sculpts or anything for it yet, but we have. Uh, so far, everything uh, from part two to uh, part six, uh, seven, uh, New Blood, uh, Jason Wise with the hockey mask. So I love all those. So I can't wait for uh, more of those. But as far as collecting, I'm just looking around the room with things I can see. I got so much stuff during the holidays. But um, yeah, that's uh, about it for this week. So, but. Random recommendations. You got any on deck? Yeah. Let me hit you with a little two for one because uh, it's usually movies we do, but I uh, want to recommend this uh, TV show. I could have mentioned TV, but I did kind of forget it. I'm seeing it now. So, first off, the movie, uh, going to Netflix for both of these, uh, going to uh, the 2002 Tom Cruise film, Steven Spielberg, Minority Report. Always one of my favorites, one of those films I can always throw on and enjoy. Uh, like that uh, podcast, we often reference the rewatchables. This is totally a rewatchable for me. I love this film. I didn't realize it was two hours and 25 minutes, too. Um, definitely doesn't feel like it drags for me. I love that film. But uh, uh, the other thing I wanted to recommend was... Uh, the Netflix special Attack of the Hollywood Clichés. I guess this came back out in uh, 2021. 
uh, kind of went under the radar for me. I didn't see it uh, till the other day. I randomly put it on and uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, mainly Rob Lowe uh, speaking on it, but uh, it was funny because yeah, it was talking about all the things they always do in movies and whatnot. But that being said, like it also showed like there's a reason why. One of the things that was really interesting. Have you seen it? Attack of the Hollywood Clichés? Nope. Um, Freddy's in it. Uh, Robert England? England? Yeah. And one of the things he talks about, he talks about a few horror clichés. And one of the ones he brings up is the idea of the last girl, I guess, is a very common thing. The girl who um, is the most pure, the most deserving, often a virgin, She's the one. She's going to be the last girl. She's going to be the last one to make it. So they were talking about that uh, as an interesting horror cliche. So um, pretty interesting. And I re- I'd uh, recommend checking it out. <laughs> it's kind of fun. What was that on? Netflix? Netflix, yeah. Called Attack of the Hollywood Clichés. And like I said, for me, like you could take it as like a negative thing. But it was like, for me, I was like, no, nah, I mean, that's that's what we love. <laughs> it's cliche for a reason. People love seeing this stuff uh, in their movies. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going over to Paramount Plus, and I'm going to go back in the Wayback Machine to 1985 to the real James Bond. And the last film that Sir Roger Moore made uh, for his James Bond 007 run, A View to a Kill. Streaming on Paramount Plus, rated PG, two hours and eleven minutes. Uh, it's got the awesome sound, uh, the awesome theme song "View to a Kill" by the great Duran Duran. Um, this one was awesome because he's he's in the bear, he's in Oakland, he's in San Francisco, and in Paris on the Eiffel Tower, and just the the campiness of uh, the eighties. James Bond films. I mean, you watch those now, even the Sean Connery ones, and I mean, they're they're goofy and everything. Not can't can't even compare those with with Roger Moore and Sean Connery to what Daniel Craig does, where it got more serious and and everything. But um, these were what they were. I mean, this is what uh, my childhood was. Roger Moore, Sir Roger Moore, was my was my James Bond because that that was the first. Um, uh, Moonraker was the first movie uh, that introduced me to uh, to his uh, his his take on James Bond, and I had to go back to Man with the Golden Gun and um, the the Spy Who Loved Me and the other ones. But I love this movie. Uh, Moonraker is my favorite one, just because it was the first one that I'd seen. But A View to a Kill is awesome. I love this film. Uh, it's goofy. It's got the great uh, Grace Jones and Academy Award winner Christopher Walken. And what's her nuts? Uh, Sheena, the queen of the jungle. Um, I can't remember her name. I know she just passed uh, not too long ago. Um, Tanya Roberts. She's in this one. I think she is. I, I, I can't remember. Everyone was long. 1985 was a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far <laughs> away. But yeah, a View to a Kill, streaming on Paramount Plus. Check it out. All right. And my track, uh, going back to the 90s and the E40 group, The Click, off Game Related, I'm going with Hurricane. 
Uh, reason I'm I'm uh, bringing this up is because uh, I threw this on my little playlist, and I'm some for some reason, one reason or another, I've been telling the the story a lot uh, recently. I know I've told it multiple times on the pod, but uh, in the '90s, shortly after this song came out, I saw all the click at Silver Legacy. Um, well, actually, I ran into E41, and he hit me with the "Watch yourself, Playboy." um so that was amazing and i looked like oh e40 and then i saw sugar tea and uh, the other two uh, people in the group they were there so i was like wow and that was like shortly after uh silver legacy had opened that was that whole era so yeah (laughs) been telling that story a lot recently i even told it today to rachel so told it to everybody on uh on the on the, the trip the drive to talk about jade on the drive so there it is one more time. By the time I literally ran into E40. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, the click, Hurricane. All right. I am going to ninth, or 19, uh, 2011. And uh, The weekend, House of Balloons, that album. And the track is, I believe, number four, The Morning. Um, this was just uh, brought to my attention a few days ago, and I've been listening to a lot of the weekend, and just kind of starting from the beginning of his um, his catalog and going forward. But I don't know exactly which album, like in order, this one is. But the morning, this is this was a cool track, man. I, I love I love it. I just love. Um, the sound of the weekend. I mean, my introduction to the weekend. I remember hearing the name, and I didn't know who he was. But when he was on um Saturday Night Live with that uh sleeping on the couch or whatever that song was, they did. Oh, that was hell funny. So I started listening slowly, listening to things here and there. Didn't don't really know what the songs were, but this song was brought to my attention. And uh, the morning. It's an awesome, awesome track. I love it. If you guys haven't heard, if you don't listen to The Weeknd, definitely check out this track. Uh, it's just really smooth. Uh, the ly- lyrical, it's awesome. Um, I don't know what it is about his voice. To me, I think listening to earlier stuff and the stuff that he has out now, it's it all sounds different. I mean, it's and it's kind of hard for me to explain. If you, if you listen to The Weeknd, you, you know. Uh, what I'm talking about, but his his voice and his style and with his music and uh, the structure of each song that he does, it's it's really to me it's really unique on what he does. I would love to see him live. Um, I don't know if he's touring or anything, but I, I would definitely would like to make it out to see one of his shows to see if it uh, sounds better live. Because there's some bands uh, that I've seen that I mean I love their albums, but uh, Def Leppard, for example, I love the albums that they put out. I've been a Def Leppard fan since I was a kid. Uh, shout out to my brother Joe, rest in peace. We love you and we miss you. He got me into Def Leppard with um, Pyromania. Uh, I seen them live, and man, they were hella good. To me, they were better live than they are on uh, on vinyl or on on uh, the recordings they do. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love. The other albums and ever hysteria is one of my favorite albums that they put out but uh, but the weekend um 
he sounds amazing. Again, you can you can make yourself sound amazing with the click of the switches and the click of the mouse and everything. Um, but I do have that feeling that his voice is just is something that's uh, really unique, and he sounds good. I mean, I think that's what what really caught me on on his music, just listening to it, and just to me, it's like really uh, a really soothing sound. Like I could put it on. And just close my eyes and and just kind of zone out and listen to to each of his tracks. But the morning man, this one, this is a really good track. Really good track. Uh, it's number track on uh, the House of Balloons album, which came out in 2011. So definitely uh, check it out. And yeah, that's uh, those are my two recommendations this week. And we're at the two hours and thirty minute point of the show. Yeah, this uh, was a good one. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have been that long if we didn't go into our uh, Comic Con. Yeah, that was the whole first hour. Yeah, so, but we gave you uh, enough uh, for until next week. Um, Yeah, there's going to be more movies. There's some things that that came out that are streaming that I want to see. I do. There's one movie I want to watch that everyone kind of had. It was something that came out last year, but I haven't watched it yet. And I I do want to see it and talk about it because it's one of those movies where you either loved it or you hated it. So I, I want to see it and uh, I'm making uh, my opinion for it. So um, I won't say what it is until I watch it. So, but yeah, definitely check that. Look out for that as well as Megan. I do want to make it out and see that in the theater, hopefully sometime this week. But um, yeah, everyone, that's it. Uh, thank you for everyone that listens to the show, be it new listeners, OG listeners, uh, friends and family of the show. You guys all rule. We always say that every episode um i gotta give an extra special shout out to uh mix law beat productions uh sorry brother we didn't shout you out on the last episode because i was just going and ranting and raving about everybody else but uh mix law beats productions uh he's a cool guy let us use uh some of his music for our intro and our outro shout out uh, shout out to becca you hear her beautiful voice introducing us in the beginning but for mix law beat productions go to ww dot mixlawproduction.com and just if you need beats and everything that's the guy to go to because his music is fire definitely check it out uh, and then shoot on over to facebook follow us there just search e society go over to anchor and search uh for our uh, anchor feed over there it's anchor.fm slash m-a-c dash n-e-z that's the East Society one. So, but I always put links on Twitter. So yeah, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, and all that. Um, and I always put links on on uh, Facebook for the anchor stuff if you can't find it. Um, go, <laughs> excuse me. Shoot on over to YouTube. Uh, follow our pages there. Prom- promise that we'll put more videos on there this year. Uh, shoot on over to T Public. Pick up a East Society or a Magnus T-shirt, sweatshirt, what have you. And uh, follow us everywhere. East Society Pod, Magnus Pod, uh, at the Zisu on Twitter, Instagram, East Society Podcast. Slowly, slowly trying to get that back. We still, it's still there. <laughs> Excuse me. I need to. Um, someone needs to answer me from Instagram so I can get back into it. Uh, at the Zisu, follow them there. At Magnus Pod, uh, follow Taylor and I's uh, Blu-ray pages. Um, at Blu-ray Nez, at Blu-ray Terror. Follow us on TikTok, East Society Pod. 
and I'm sure we're other places. So, but uh, with that, um, come back next week. Uh, shout out to everybody that um, that we know and that listens to the show weekly. Um, oh, I was brought. This was brought to my attention. Um, not sure how long he's been listening, but shout out to Sam. Uh, thank you so much, brother, uh, for listening to the show. A uh, friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, uh, let me know that uh, you listen to us. And cool, it's always good for um, just uh, it was new new listener to us. Um, he might have been listening since the beginning, and I'm just it's now brought just now brought to my attention. Uh, but Sam, brother, thank you so much. You rock. Uh, big ups to you. Keep listening to the show and um, everybody else. Just come back for more. You know who you are. We love you and everything. And um, yeah, here's uh, to more for uh, 2023. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, do check out the East Society, the ESP Skate Society. I'm going to throw that up on here shortly after this. And then um, I'm going to watch Velma and then I'll give you my two cents. Yeah, oh. yeah. Let's. Oh. <laughs> I'm definitely curious to see your reaction now. Yeah, over on that. Well, you listen to that over on Anchor when uh, I put that yep. out. So, yep. Um, yeah, this was episode two seventy six. Is that what you said? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, we're slowly getting our way to three hundred, and um, who knows what we'll do. But with that, be safe out there, everyone. Come back next week. Shoot on over to Anchor. Listen to all that and everything. But just be safe out there and always remember to party on. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time.